0: This episode of the Swing Guitar Podcast is brought to you by Harry's, Harry's razors. I love them, and I mean that. I really do. I love them. I am just about to get to the end of the year, and I'm just about to finish my year's supply of blades. Now, you your mileage may vary. Maybe you are an everyday shaver. Maybe you can't make blades last two shaves, and I can make... Uh, for me, a blade lasts two... How long does a blade last for you? You don't, Well, you don't have any facial hair. Tim a week, Zach, you get a week, all right, well, I get I get two shaves out of harry 's razor's blades, and I bought a year's supply for sixty two bucks, which to me seems like a great value. Uh, I know I use it every day harry 's makes a great product at a reasonable price. Um, over That's why over 3 million guys have switched to Harry's from those expensive drugstore brands. And it's the holidays coming up. It's gift time. Harry's will be a pers- a perfect gift. It's a practical gift, so it'll get your man or your friends or your dad or your kid will get a lot of use out of it. You can personalize it to make it feel special. Choose a color that's right for him now with limited edition holiday colors. Uh, you can get a custom gift set that fits his specific needs. Even a box for guys that already use Use Harry's. You can get personal engraving, uh, limited edition sets. We got a special offer right now. How Harry's is offering custom and limited edition shaving sets that make perfect gets, gifts. They were built with uh, with your guy in mind, so you know he'll love them. Comes with that German five blade cartridge that provides a close, comfortable shave foaming shave gel special limited edition winter chrome and emerald green handles and you can get it personalized with engraving harry's has you covered no matter what you're looking for sets come ready to gift in beautifully designed gift boxes they start at just 10 bucks and make for great stocking stuffers you can even get yourself something while you're at harry's here's a special offer for our fans we've partnered with harry's to give you five dollars off your order when you go to harry's.com tire this order is only available for the holidays five dollars off your order when you go to harrys.com slash tires slash tire singular Uh, this holiday give harry's and give handsome get your holiday shopping done early and take advantage of free shipping to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last go to harrys.com slash tire right now harrys.com slash tire how about dylan Optics sunglasses where am i i'm gonna put them on where are they? They are here. These sunglasses uh, are probably the reason I can still see. I spend about half my life out in the desert, on the highway. Whenever The thing is when you live in, uh, near the beach in Los Angeles, anytime you go to work and then drive home from work, you're driving directly into the sun. So every shoot day I have, I drive home between 40 minutes and 2 hours Directly into the sun. Dylan Optics sunglasses keep my eyes from feeling like they're going to explode out of my skull. With their polarized NIR, double polarized NIR lens technology, um, they really make my day much, much better. And uh, like Matthew McConaughey says... I was wearing these glasses long before they paid me to. Um, you can get them in different colors. Uh, there's about 10 different frame styles, both plastic and metal, um, matte colored lenses that really are eye-catching from across the room. I love them. Go to thesmokingtire.com, click on the Partners tab, uh, and uh, if you use that link to Dylan, I will send you a free T-shirt as a thank you for uh, supporting the people who support the Smoking Tire. Last but certainly not least, it's Forza Motorsport. Forza Motorsport 7 is the official racing simulator of the Smoking Tire podcast with the largest collection of Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and Porsches in any driving simulator in history. There are over 700 cars. There are over 30 famous racing locations. Some are uh, obviously real places, masterfully rendered in 4K, uh, 60 frames per second, HDR color. Um, All the cars are what they call Forza Vista. To cars meaning working interiors doors you can take detailed tours through these cars and guess what i am in the game as me that's right folks i'm in forza 7 check it out at xbox.com slash forza or forzamotorsport.net the smoking tire on forza is tst racing hit us up at xbox live and i will see you in the game forza motorsport 7 in stores and online now recording. Did you are here. We are recording. Two is one and one is two. One Reverse is First it up. Back up this. Seven. Smoking tire Podcast. You confused yet? Yes. We're here. This is the show. I know. I know. This is all. <laughs> What's <laughs> up? What's happening? It's the show. It's a Friday. It's afternoon. Yet? Yeah. No, half hour before the afternoon. It's morning
1: for a person like myself, but It's yeah.
0: morning for most. It's afternoon for the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself... Do you are you still waking up on the East Coast schedule?
1: No, I'm better. It took about two weeks though.
0: I'm I'm still waking up on this. I am strongly considering for the end of the one takes run changing the launch time from 7 a.m. Eastern, which is 4 a.m. our time, mm-hmm. to like 11 a.m. Eastern, <coughs> which is 8 a.m. our time. Because my you body mean wakes 11, up. You mean
1: 8 a.m. Eastern, 11 our time. You heard me.
0: No, no. 11 a.m. Eastern is 8 a.m. our time. I think you said it backwards before. Did I? I mean 8 a.m. No. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. That's what I – Shit. No, no, now you're back. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> shit. No, you know what I mean. Yes.
1: Um. Yeah, for body, sanity I reasons. just
0: – my body wakes up.
1: Makes sense. 4 a.m. awake. Mm-hmm.
0: For what? I don't know.
1: Because it knows. It just – you know when you have like no, a really know, important but like, meeting. Why, like, but
0: why, why set I, – I chose when to set them.
1: Well, because then it, because then people are seeing it before they leave for work on the East Coast. Strategically, yeah, it makes sense. It does, but for health and wellness, for mental it health, no, does not. Definitely not.
0: Does not make sense. It's fucking frustrating. Start
1: yeah. your day
2: with YouTube comments, huh?
0: You know what? The last couple of weeks I've been better. I went to a thing, and I don't want to say what the thing was, and I hung out with some people, and they. I decided after having several conversations that if you're not someone that I want to hang out with in real life. I'm gonna really try to not give a fuck what your opinion is on the internet,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's not a lot of people I want to hang out with in real life. And so
1: my yeah. move, you know, the the few times I put a video up, uh, if someone says something about me, or you know, I, I either agree with them. If it's terrible, I'll just go, "Yeah, dude, I hate the way I look too." Yeah. Or they'll be like, "This guy's so annoying." I'm like, "Right." Yeah. And then I get way more likes on that comment than the person who said the terrible thing, yeah. and then it just takes now, all the power yeah. out of it. Yeah. You took your power back. Right, I did. You did. That's right. You're agreeing Jesse Owens.
0: agreeing with trolls is
1: your Cuz they're usually right. I mean, they're not wrong. Sometimes, well, sometimes yeah, people are
0: right. Sometimes sometimes shit makes you annoyed because someone exposes
1: what you believe to be a totally. truth. I sound like a 15-year-old who's having his balls grabbed, you know. Hmm. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I've and not I... grabbed
2: many balls on 15-year-olds. I don't know.
1: Well, if you did it hard, everyone's going to go, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I, I Sometimes I drive, like, six cars in a day and, therefore, can't know all the things about every car. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of people. I didn't know the um, the winning record of the Lancia Stratos video went up. I knew, like, obviously I knew the Stratos was fucking cool and it was weird. I knew yeah. it was a homologation rally car. I knew it was the purpose a purpose-built homologation rally car. But, like... I didn't know if it won much. Turns out it won a lot. Won a bunch. Three world championships. But, like, wow. I didn't know that. And I asked. I was like, was it good at rallying? People are like, oh, was it good? How,
1: that, how do you not, like, how dare I not know something and ask about it? Fuck. like." But that's the great thing about the one takes is you have, you know, the owner, engineer, someone riding right. a shotgun. You can have a conversation yeah. and learn as you go instead of just driving and going, who knows? Yeah, you know? yeah. That's, that's a great thing for it. I have no problem asking about some shit and
0: not that I don't know about, usually. But like you know, fucking hell, the I that video didn't do that well. I thought it was gonna do better. Really? Yeah, it's only seventy-five thousand after four it's such days. Such a good-looking car. I you would think such a good-looking. You car. would think that it would uh, it would have, but I don't know. Maybe the
1: Utes the Utes aren't don't care. Maybe. I don't know maybe uh yeah that's strange cuz I mean the, the roads were obviously just Florida roads. Yeah I mean not that the sc- the scenario was highly imperfect regardless. However, such a cool looking car. It was it's a coolest looking car ever. Yeah. Weird coolest weirdest driving experience. If like, you put that car in like a movie in the 80s you would think it was a concept car made for that movie like RoboCop. Yeah, someone you know? just
0: sent me some scene uh on Twitter from that movie the the Wraith. Which okay. I think I might that. have been a Ron Howard movie. Okay. When was that made? The, the ra- 80s, early 80s. Can you go? Can you IMDB that shit, Tim? The Wraith. Um, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I've, people are going to get mad that I've never seen The Wraith, but I haven't seen The Wraith. But someone sent me. No is that 80? That. 1980? 86. 86? Um, pull up some mm-hmm. images. I don't know if it's an evil car or an evil person driving an evil car. But it it the vehicle featured is kind of similar to uh, what you are describing there with the okay. Watcher Stratos. There's another one, the the running the cross country one, the last race or something like that, the last racer. Do you there it, it is. That's look, see that's they filmed oh, yeah. it. That looks like Upper Big Tahunga or something. <laughs> and and it it's uh, this is like the showdown, which appears to be a Mustang GT or possibly SVO. No, it's a GT uh, against uh, the Rafe. Oh, there's a Corvette
1: in the back, and then yeah, that looks like Camaro front end on the left. Here, yeah, no, that's a
0: Corvette. That's a that's an '80s Corvette. No, no, no,
1: I'm sorry, orange front. This, this,
0: yeah, that's not motherfucker. That is a four-eyed Mustang. Really, that's the generation of Mustang of Fox Body before mine. It's had the the badge removed. Yeah. That's like the eighty three, eighty 80 to 85
1: It GT. looks more square, because I saw a four-eyed Mustang recently, but the Beazles were slightly rounded. Beazles! <laughs> Beazles. <laughs> the motherfucker said Beazles. I said Beazles. <laughs> I
0: don't care. Beazles. Well, it seems, I think they've modified the front fascia a little bit in this movie. There's no Ford badge anymore. Right. that's, yeah. I okay. think they've done a few, they've done some, like, light retouching to hide to not, you know... The, what it is. Ford it up. But, like, that's a Mustang.
1: Okay. It looks like a Chrysler badge, but it's probably a skull and crossbones. Just judging by what this movie is... Oh, wait. And seeing It looks that. like
0: a Chrysler badge. Holy shit. Wait, I'm looking at an angle. Is that... Fuck, am I wrong? Can we get another angle? Of that is that a fucking Dodge Daytona?
2: It looks, that does it looks look, very Daytona-like. That
0: looks it? Daytona-like. And I might Daytona. have to eat my fucking foot right at the top of this show. Because... Is there another picture of that race? That looks like a final showdown. See if you can find another car, another picture of that car, Tim. Fuck! If that's a Dodge Daytona or like a Chrysler, oh, product. is it? Can I, you find
1: it? Well, I'm looking at Dodge Daytonas, and it looks a lot more that, like that front than uh, that. Looks like a Dodge Shelby Daytona. Daytona. Yeah,
0: that's a Dodge Daytona.
1: Fuck! All right, You're, I, I suck. I suck. Well, we both suck. I thought it was a Camaro. You thought it was a Camaro. Thought I thought it was, it was a Mustang. So this is and the last episode of the Smoking Tire. Turns podcast. out it's a Dodge Daytona to retire. Shit, shit. Funky, funky movie cars. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's a great movie. It look, like, look, look how much lightning is behind the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh wow. my god, pull that up. Let's, oh
0: that way. That's this is grand, This is a Grand Theft Auto uh, thing.
1: That's not period. That's not period. Correct? <laughs> that's not period. Lightning here. is very eighties period though. Is there another? I just rem- want to say.
0: That that looks That is that looks more like it. that's definitely the movie. Oh that's the movie I think. Hold oh, well, on. That, that So I guess the Wraith is the driver then, not the, the vehicle cuz that that Both. robot or whatever is driving What is the Tim what does that say on
1: the If you've the done poster? nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear. Really? Yes. Oh the
0: Wraith is like He's not just here to street race. Like he's, he's coming for he's, you. Well, he's justice. Do you think we can play the Wraith trailer on you? Yeah, we'll lose ad revenue. We'll probably
1: get demonetized
0: on this one. I don't give a fuck. I think it's play worth it. 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 But it's, it's worth it. it.
1: Judging by the amount of purple and lightning, it's I mean, definitely be worth it. If we can
0: find the Wraith trailer, yeah, definitely. If. Let's play that. Look at this.
1: Oh, this guy's so, so stern looking. Wait,
0: hold hold Force up. Force took his life,
3: and unearthly power has brought him back. <laughs> he is a phantom, a wraith. <laughs> A cosmic spirit given another chance.
4: He oh a
1: motorcycle
2: God. helmet.
4: Uh, are you new in town?
0: Yeah. Whoa, this is a Charlie Sheen We're movie. So <laughs>
4: turned my back, we and the next second this. he was there, like magic almost. You ever seen
1: one of those before? Let's yeah. Yeah. just add it to our collection.
0: Look, see, that's Cliff Howard. That's why I thought this was Ron Howard. Fuck me, that is a Dodge Daytona.
1: That was definitely uh, the There's times. a kid out there using his car to kill... <laughs> I knew it! Not that it's such a big deal. Oh, Randy Quaid! He's
3: got it yeah. in for. <laughs> oh, we're
0: watching. <laughs> How <have> we not <laughs> seen this movie? It's everything I like about a movie is <laughs> the
1: trailer. Yeah, you do tend to like... Uh, I like Half-Garden. a pile of shit. It's like yeah. Just like it. It's like
4: the oh, great, outside man. of
1: his car. He just I'm flew lost. away evil spirit and it ain't cool what are do you doing
3: Howard Look at you see, buddy stop
1: get in the car what are you doing man you cut out of my face Dude, you see
0: that guy's boy, tank top to like that guy's tank top for his sports car this, right. this trailer oh. moves pretty happy right the pacing of hey, is that guy? He just blew oh, no. what was that guy's what costume weird. about Dick he looked like an extra from back to the Future 2 so there's the Corvette right that Corvette's got like a greenwood arrow kit on it Blasted right through the middle of two top cars. I see his eyes, Loomis. Where is this race? Where is the Wraith vehicle now? What was it based on?
1: I mean, the shape looks. Oh, definitely. This is some
0: sort of like tube
4: frame. Fierro. the yeah. race. If you, I would go Piero. A
0: matter of fact, wasn't re- that motherfucker at the Peterson at one point? The, the Wraith, Wraith car. Yeah, Maybe we like didn't know what it was. What the, it was. I feel like it was at the Peterson. The
1: rear wing looks kind of nine five nine. We need to watch that movie. Yeah, we totally do. Yeah. let <laughs> oh, not get some Racer 5 and how watch that movie. have we that not movie. watched that shit oh, before? Charlie Sheen. Man, how do we get started down the race road? I love how back in the day a costume for a movie was like, well, we got a motorcycle helmet. And we painted it, you know, and now it's like you have to have a face off the TV show of like, oh, your sculpted wings don't actually flap.
0: Now they can have they have fully digital faces. Yeah, well, that's true. Now it's like cheating. Now they just put those little dots all over your face and then digitally make a new face on top of it. Yeah. Fucking so you can. Can't you do like face swapping like on the iPhone X? (laughs) Yeah, you can put yourself on
1: like the shit emoji and the smileys and and it reacts and moves like your eyebrows. It's weird. Yeah, it's
0: the kind of thing my parents would find just incredible.
1: There was a uh, – someone did open mic last night, and there was a guy who has a new iPhone X. Yeah. And he has facial recognition to unlock it, uh-huh. and that thing locks after two minutes, and his notes were on it. And it was really funny to watch someone keep going, damn it, and then, <laughs> and then stare at his own phone, <laughs> and then – It's like an Andy Kaufman dude. Dude, <laughs> it, it, it happened three times, and it was not on purpose, and we're like, this – this is kind of do. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. Turn off your lock Turn screen that if off. you need your phone
0: for stand-up. Damn it! Let me, tell, let me let me explain something to you about the notepad. The classic, timeless mm-hmm. notepad. Mine has a smoking tire sticker on it. Does there it, are many like it, but this one is mine. And it doesn't have facial recognition.
1: Does it close by itself? It lock, it lock Only itself? with a stiff wind. <laughs> Yeah, I do the same thing. I use paper notes. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't turn off. The brightness doesn't change. It's, no, it's you know.
0: the, the art of. I remember things when I write them down. Me too. Not when I put them in a phone. I yeah. forget anything that goes into my phone. I immediately fucking forget. It's weird how that
1: happens, right? Yeah. You're still seeing the words get laid out. Yeah. You're still doing it, but it's just.
0: The, the, um, yeah. And also, like, pens are just. a... I just love, like, high quality, basic shit. Like, this fucking pen I've had for two years, like, I like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, something that, oh, wow, this was like a $6 pen at Muji. That seems like a lot for a, a one pen, and then here, two years later, I'm rocking it.
1: I lose most pens, but I've kept those Audi ones with the magnet that we've had for, yeah, like, six yeah, years. Yeah. I still love inking them. I really like that pen.
0: The more, more expensive the pen, the more likely I am to lose it.
2: I got a Mont Blanc. 12, 13, 14 years Wait, ago. Look at you with the collar
1: shirt Do you on. Use right? Do you use your Mont Blanc ever? That
2: fucking piece of shit runs out of ink every <laughs> single time. I buy a new thing, it works for like, I'll sign my name twice and then it's dead. That's <laughs> fucking funny. It's That's ridiculous.
0: Funny. I don't, yeah, the I Pilot, I just
2: saw, I, I went down a,
0: a, I was up at four in the morning this morning as usual, and I went down a Reddit rabbit hole of r slash pens, and uh, Pilot now has a disposable fountain pen. Uh, Yeah, you know who's
1: using that is Corbin. I saw it on his Instagram.
0: That's where I
1: think I actually saw the the the, the pen. Maybe instead of Reddit pens, I, if I've you're gonna go fountain pen, that. I feel like you should commit. Like we when I I went to Waldorf school for two years, you commit, had to reload use it. Use a
4: fucking
0: feather, bro.
1: Real, if you're not a pound, fountain pen, like you're a little bitch. Shoot like your own bird. Feather.
0: You kill that turkey, right. And you get that feather. That, there you go.
1: That's <laughs> the full artisanal
0: experience. Is that Corbin's? Yeah, Corbin's fountain pen. I like the p- disposable fountain pen idea. I'm going to go buy one of those today.
1: They're they're kind of fun to write with, but my handwriting is getting better, but it's it's so bad. Years of writing on a keyboard.
0: Cuz you can write and then stab somebody? Mhm.
1: You can add flourish. I like it's, it's like a real
0: double. Off. This pen is not so good for murders. Mm, I think if you had to, like <laughs> you probably if you had that in jail. You probably could. You gotta go to well, in jail eyeball. you'd melt the back end and turn that into True. a into a shiv. Shink. No, no, no. A shiv. shiv. The shank is metal. If it
1: clanks, it's a shank. <laughs> That's the difference between a shiv and a shank. That's right. Learn something new every day, too. I learned that
0: in jail. Um, uh, should we talk about cars? Or, we could, because uh, my friend jail. Anthony from Exotic Car Inc. is coming on the second half of the show, and we're probably going to talk about cars and news in fact i know we are because we already recorded that that's true we can talk about the other things like you did a car thing i did a car thing let's talk about your car thing and then i did a couple of non-car things oh all right i did some interesting non-car things but go ahead you tell me about your driftos i finally finally went drifting m a year in the M3. Bought finally a car so that you could go drifting, and a year later, a year you later, finally did.
1: Finally did it. After it all, all the subframes and everything gets fixed. And... <laughs> well, you know what I figured out? like I haven't had a warning light in a month, and that's like three years in Honda years. Yeah. It's like dog years. <laughs> M3 so M3 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One M3 month is three yeah. Honda years. Yeah. So it, it felt like the time to do it. So I bought uh, $62 Barum tires. Barum? Barum. What country are those from? Pff, don't know. Okay. Bought them here, though. So if they were installed in America, yeah. that's what matters. Uh What you and just a
0: second cuz you run the 18s on your car. You just bought another set of rears for the 18s? Yeah,
1: some guy sold me a set for 200 bucks. They had like old plastic upon them uh-huh. and I got, I was able to get 235s that fit on all four wheels even though the the, the wheels are different widths. Oh, so what what are you what is your nor- tire supposed to be? So stock tire size is 225 front, 255 rear. Okay,
0: so you can get a 235 that will fit on all four. Yeah, Yeah, okay. And that
1: way I can, you know, I don't want to I don't want to have Two very different widths that I put on the back. Like run two fifty fives, fry those, and then put two twenty fives. No, no. You know, that'd like be if you just run two thirty fives for drifting in the back all the time, yeah. like that's fine. Yeah, and it slides you could, real
0: easy.
4: But are you driving
0: around on those now? No, you put your regular tires yeah. back on to drive home. Ironically,
1: my half-day used drift tires have more tread than my current rears. Like, I need mm-hmm. new rears. So it's just <laughs> – I'm almost – not Armin level yet where you're, there's no tread you're visible. You're almost scumbaggy enough to put your practice drift tires on almost. for every day. I'm, you know, if it was raining right now, I'd probably want to do that. Yeah. Um, but they're 500 Treadwear. Tw- so you went so. to the Balcony at yeah. Willow.
0: Yes. So the Balcony at Willow offers uh, Test & Tune. Yeah. Open Test & Tune. Totally. So it's a drift area, and you can show up on any day. It's not fully rented out, and they publish calendar online, and you pay 100 bucks a car, bucks, I think. Yeah,
1: 100 bucks a car if you have a membership, and that's membership's like $50 a year. Yeah. Um I went up there. There were four other people. They're all pro stunt drivers there that I think go at least once a week. And they were just practicing? And they were just practicing. They all had varying – it was interesting to see the different cars they brought. Like one guy came into stunt driving from drifting, Uh and he had a E36 M3 sedan with um really wide front track he'd put on. And then he had put in the M52 engine, taken out the M3 engine Uh because he was going to boost it and didn't. So he's running like a stock power plant 328i engine. But he kills it, and he was chasing someone who had a turbo E36 M3 with 600 crank horsepower, huh. and they were tandeming together. And it was, it was a good lesson in just the difference in technique and approach and if you clutch kick a lot more. like You can do a lot with yeah. less power than you think you need. You
0: can, especially the balcony, it, it should be noted, is not that big. No. Um, I mean, it's it's big if you're in a 240, but like if you're in a Formula D car... You know, if you're right. 600 horsepower at that venue, doesn't get you that very much. true. If
1: you needed to do a really long radius slide, yeah, that guy, you know, he would probably have to crank his tire pressure up and whatnot. Yeah, at um,
0: Irwindale, he'd have he'd have he a would, problem. He would just do the circuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but there was an, another girl there who her dad is a stunt coordinator, and uh, he bought a turbo to, um, a turbo E36 and pulled the turbo off. Because he wants her to learn on a car with less power as oh. well. Because he's like, if you have more power, you can kind of get away with stuff. Like, you drove the 240 and the 350Z at Drift 101, yeah. right? You know, like, if you yeah, slides are You know, power is, makes
0: your life easy. I mm-hmm. mean, I've, I've, I was spoiled a little bit in that I started drifting cars with V8s in them. And V8s really make your life easy. Um, you know, you can do shit at 2,500 RPM in a V8 car. You know that like that Sylvia thing I drove doesn't make power until six grand. Wow! Yeah. Um, and I just was in Texas and I drove that A eighty six that had a S two thousand drivetrain in it, which remind me I have to give you we the footage. talk about that. I have to give you the footage before we yes. leave. Um And. Uh, and so that that car, like you, really had to commit on the entry and just use momentum to get through the corner. The power will keep the tires spinning, but it's really the momentum of the entry that propels the car through the corner.
4: Whereas V8, you can, the V8, you more can accelerate more through, through a corner. Yeah. yeah,
0: you can you can you can really get that car sideways, slowed right down, and then accel re accelerate. Whereas with a, a two or three hundred horsepower car. You need to that momentum to carry you three quarters of the way through the corner, not a third of the way through the corner. So, but I think
1: it helps you learn the technique. The better. less power and you're more does. aggressive. Less yeah, power less power does. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have in to hindsight, be really I wish
0: I started in a less powerful car because I developed not bad habits, but I didn't develop the art of the entry as well as yeah. I could have.
1: That's why the, the two forty at Edrafono one was good because you you have to even if like a, with a figure eight if you aren't getting it right pretty immediately you're probably gonna have to reset yeah and then uh, and then try again and yeah so this so MP3 with your car like in though you don't even you don't have a handbrake
0: your car is your, no did you, you, you tape down your button
1: no I didn't I didn't use the handbrake I pulled it once and it didn't lock the rears and I was like I'm not even gonna deal with this yeah. so I mean there's there's enough to work on with just power on oversteer and like I did a few clutch kicks. Uh, I was fucking trying clutch to clutch taking
0: your street cars is for the brave. I only did <laughs> it when stupid. I was like
1: in a corner already and it was a real quick one so the the rear end was already getting ready to break loose and it 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 felt more gentle than I expected. It uh-huh. wasn't like the whole car didn't shudder. It just immediately started spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good, but I still I just wanted to do power on and not blow the thing up. Yeah, I mean yeah. when you drive up there, yeah. you
0: know, that's that's a fucking thing. Like you're exactly. you know, your car is a lot newer than my car, but you're like you should get some tie wheels and tires, and I'm just going, oh man,
1: I gotta I gotta drive this car up there, drive it home. That's gonna be a you. Sh- well, I will actually reinforce my statement to you because you also have like four cars. I have one. Oh, that's true. No, so- I just have to get home. Once I'm home, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think.
0: I don't think anything right. catastrophic will happen. No, you've got you're yeah. you're in shitty tires, which you presumably right. have overfilled to make it even easier to slide.
1: No, I was running kind of factory because um and I, and Naoki was up there. Yeah, and he was giving me some advice, and I said, "What pressure do you run?" He's like, "You should probably run stock because you want to get used to how the car performs with good pressure. Like you he, he called it. You don't want to cheat the car too much if you don't have to. That's true. So that's so I kept it like probably thirty good advice. five. You know, and just the way it feels... Because like. it's already on a narrower tire. Yeah, it's, so it's true. It had no problem, like, even slow donuts in second, where I was, like, way under the torque band, it still, still was able to, like, oh. spin them back up. And I think that's why it let go so easily with, like, a little clutch kick. And did you uh-huh. keep your good tires on the front, or did you put the crappy tires on the front? I kept the good ones too? on the front. Yeah. Because I, just, cause I well, take them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I have four rears. Yeah, four yeah, Four extra yeah. rears. Yeah. And uh, I went through, like, half a set in the back, and that was five hours... Trading off with other people and like doing cool down laps and you know, pretty so probably out. like 15 to 20 minutes of actual sliding the car around over those
0: five hours, maybe, maybe probably a half 30, hour. Yeah, probably. I was doing like five to That's seven, pretty good sessions. for half a set of tires, 30 minutes
1: of dr- of solid drifting. Yeah, did your car feel tired afterwards? Aside from that, uh, no, it didn't. It felt fine on the way home. Everything was, you know, when it got warmer, power starts to drop, and then I'm like, what's going on? But it's like, no, it's just getting warmer out because it's like yeah. 75 degrees. Yeah, I, I think I was really careful about oh the temp you know oil temp's getting above like near 2:30. I'm gonna pull off and go drive down the hill and cool off and come mm-hmm. back up. And everyone else was doing that. It was cool. It was like a surf session. It's like everyone's yeah, yeah, just yeah. hanging out. Oh, you got you going. All right, cool. We'll go after you. You know, and, and these guys are tandeming and getting super close. That's to the not wall. how surf sessions go. No, surf <laughs> sessions, first you my turn, bro. My yeah. way. first you get it's
0: full back piece tattoo. Then you beat the shit out of That's each true. other.
1: I mean, at, at a good break. The muck of mad being boys. And aren't being shit
0: Also
2: not true, but it's just a bit competitive. Should
0: we watch your? Not should we watch Zach's video? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I put a little what for... did you just clip a GoPro on a cone?
1: Uh yeah, like
4: with a with a rod going. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: you did. I watched. <laughs> For almost anything except like really low speed, unless yeah. I, unless the tires are spinning real quick for a second gear figure eight, like it would be really really loose. Yeah. So for That looks fun as shit, dude. Is really. I should really get so some
0: little funny. tires for the back of the Mustang and fucking do yeah. it. I mean, it has all. If my car parts, would look real dumb with little tires on the back, but who gives a shit? matter.
1: If you want to do, you could put like spacers on to keep the width the same, but oh it doesn't yeah, matter, that's dude. true. Like this dude's white three twenty eight. The front track was over the fenders by no joke, like four inches, and yeah. then the back were like 225. That's true. It looked ridiculous, but it's so fun. Yeah, no, I don't Dude. give a fuck. And I could probably practice. just get a
0: set of rears and some shit tires and do it. Yeah. My, car, my car's been really behaving itself. Exactly. Nicely, so It's like not, sorted out. Yeah, it's I'm got all the, the right it. parts. It's yeah. like,
1: I'm sure it would slide really predictably.
0: There is one little thing with that Mustang that needs to be finished, which is I'm having an issue now where when I sit in traffic a lot, mm-hmm. I can smell fuel. Like gas, right? Okay. And I'll get this. If I park the car, it gets warm, I'm sitting in traffic, whatever. I park the car. If I unscrew the fuel cap, S- pssst, but like so, serious pressure. So your expansion tank has a problem. My, I mean, either, I, I think either the charcoal filter is like clogged or something like that, or, That's f- what or whatever. Full, or I actually think we're running too big of a fuel pump. And it's cycling too much fuel through the hot engine and sending hot fuel back to the tank. Like that one car we drove that one time. Yes. And additionally, I learned from Chuck at Maximum with the IRS conversion, the way the exhaust is routed around the fuel tank it's like cradles the fuel tank in hot exhaust. Wow! Whereas with the solid rear axle, the standard tank, it just passes right underneath it. Whereas this now wraps like around it. It's like a warm hug. Yeah, and so okay. so we need to like uh, heat wrap the exhaust or make some type of aluminum shield, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and also possibly downsize the fuel pump because I think I have too much fuel. Pu- I think I have like a hundred and sixty. Fuel pump. I think it's gallons per hour. Okay, gallons per hour, liters per hour. I think it's gallons per hour. I don't know. And I need a one ten. I okay. think I have it too big of a. So anyway, before I start running like high RPM, low speed, it's fine on the highway. I can yeah. drive. I can if I actually drive it at a high RPM. But like a lot of air is just flowing underneath the car, like it stays cool and it's fine. But if I sit in traffic, it's yeah. not happy. Well, you
1: should. I mean, I, I told you there's a drift event at Camryo Airport. Yeah, it's mid January. Yeah, yeah so you've we got, got time. like two months. Yeah, we got time. Because dude, I mean, it's, it's super fun. I mean, I and you, you did a really good job drifting the NSX uh, for drive at, at VIR. That was fun. That was like that car was easy. Really, really money. But I, when I started in the beginning of the day, I was like, oh, I'm a little rusty. Like I can the donuts were fine opening yeah, yeah. and closing the slide is fine, but um, when I started doing uh, trying to do like big U turns onto those little fingers that stick mm-hmm. off from the skid pad and trying to exit right against the edge of that line, like in the morning, I was not very good at. it. I was wagging yeah. way too much, and then by the end, I was going out and just touching the edge just like I wanted to. But I mean, that, you definitely that's what you practice. to practice. Yeah, I need to practice. Yeah, you get rusty. Yeah, uh, Naoki, Naoki was—he's was, like, "What are you working on?" I was like, "Oh, I'm trying to, you know, track out really cleanly." and end nice and straight, and he just started laughing. He's like, yeah, I'm starting to call it the Chris Harris experience because my clients keep asking for it. <laughs> and everyone everyone goes, shows up they're like, I want to be able to do this, and he's just like, What, the okay. slow motion drift that
0: end, ends on that onto just a straightaway? Like, yeah, exactly. As you just drift a little bit over the curbing?
1: Exactly. The Chris Harris yeah. experience. Just that's funny. That's where you know, everybody saw it first. That's really funny. What's it,
0: funny is that that is what Chris does at a, a – that of all things, he does – he shoots at high speed and does it low speed that's like that that shot is actually quite a low speed shot for him for uh, Harris in general yeah depending on depending on the corner of course Right, but a lot of those shots he shoots at very low speed. He does high speed drifting also, but he does different shots for those that right, right, low, right. that just carry a little bit of angle over the curb and slow motion is a low speed. Yeah, shot. it's usually a, a tight corner. That's usually a, a thirty mile an thing. hour totally. second gear thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And it's uh, I'm and I'm reading Ross Bentley's book Speed Secrets. Speed Secrets, and and it talks about that kind of gentle four wheel drift that mm-hmm. you know you need to you don't need to be able to do, but that's when you're kind of just a beyond the limit. That's when you're going cool when intersect. Right. You intersect. You just have a nice, clean slide-out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's funny. So I, I did like the intro. I was like, yeah, no lights have come on. This is great. Three sessions later, my EML light comes on, which is basically saying – fuck is an EML? I don't know. I had to look it up. But it's basically like, oh, your throttle position sensor is doing something weird. Mm-hmm. Great. Turn the car off. Turn back on. Light's gone. Light's gone. So it's a Nintendo is what i sweet. <laughs> yeah. reset i mean hey uh, the problem goes away if you don't see it right that's <laughs> that's how we treat most medical problems as men i think hey your german car started mine mm-hmm. did not oh that's a good point yeah uh you could bring the porsche up there and learn to slide so i have sh- old shitty step. tires on that that would be that would be a pretty interesting It'd be day, interesting dude. test It'd be cool yeah just feel what an old porsche feels like sliding without mm-hmm. having to worry about a tree yeah because they're good tires they're just old tires like they How wide are they in the back, I have no idea. I don't know. Big or small? If you just had to say, big, if
0: I had head. to say big or small, they're not that big. I mean, maybe maybe two forty fives or two fifty fives. They're not that big.
1: Like, do you think if you came, you know, from one far wide end of the skid pad, I don't corner, think the car makes enough out.
0: power to oversteer these tires okay. on power. All right, I think you'd have to initiate a slide, and you. Might be able to have enough power to maintain that slide on tarmac, but you'd have to really and just upset wait till you it. get it on dirt. Uh, on dirt, no problem. On yeah. dirt, on a loose surface, no problem at all. But on a on tarmac, maybe with '80s tires, you could. But with, I mean, these are like modern tires. That would be it. Would be a challenge. It's not very powerful. This car. <laughs> very true.
4: But I very talked
0: true. to Tim, and we're gonna do some. We're gonna liven it up a little bit.
1: There was a one of the stunt drivers said his wife got a Focus RS mm-hmm. and he took it in the dirt for the first time and, mm-hmm. and he hadn't really slid all-wheel drive cars that much in the dirt and he's like, oh, you know, it's amazing because you can just steer toward where you want to be and add power. And I was like, does he think this car is taller than it is? I mean, it's not that high off the ground to take like rally driving, right? It's not like, that high. I mean, you hit you hit a bump somewhere and you're like, you know, you're yeah. Just I mean, especially on the dirt the tires, range. you could fuck it up. You could definitely pick it up. Like, you if know, you had to put a little lift on it, like a one and a half inch lift or something with rally suspension, it would probably be great fun. Be really, but, really fun. Yeah. Uh, he was—he was referring. I think Tim O'Neill did a video where they ran that car with drift mode on and off. Yeah, and in this on the snow course, and they said it was faster in drift mode. Well, like rally I, my course. car was faster in drift mode on the racetrack. Really? Yeah. Just because of how it sends torque and stuff.
0: I think because it softens the rear suspension and it hops less on the corner exit. That's my suspicion, but it was faster. Yeah, is, it was like a second faster. Is it gonna not do a second,
1: maybe a half a second? With the new shocks and suspension, is it gonna have that same kind of programming? Yeah, the yeah. new, the new, the new suspension. It goes into the stock system, and the different modes are
0: still there. That's the three different rad. modes. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be cool. Yeah. But the, I mean, the the calibrations are different, but the different the normal track drift will cycle
1: the three different
0: available modes. Yeah.
1: Did um when you drove your car at uh, what was it Las Vegas Speedway? The Focus? No, no, your Mustang. Yeah, Las Vegas. How uh did you step it out ever? Or was yeah. It too sticky. Yeah, no,
0: no, you can drift it. You definitely can drift it. Nice. Um, you can't. And in fact, I was just at Hoonigan. Um, yesterday I did their daily transmission video. Yeah. Um, and the last time I went to Hoonigan, I had different, those continental tires on it. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted me to do a burnout last time. And I did it up. It was up on that loading dock, yeah, which is not normal asphalt. It's like concrete. Yeah. And so I lit up the rear tires and the fronts locked and just slid. Locked. Wow. And it, like I tried it like five times, different brake pressures, and I got the same results. And after a while, I was like, "I'm done abusing my clutch, thank you." And so they wanted me to do a burnout again, obviously, but I did it down on the ground this time. And I was like, I even in I don't know how they're gonna edit the video, but I said in the video, like, look. The last time I tried this, it didn't go so well, so the guaranteed results are are not happening but um, I did a nice like four or five second brake stand on the ground on these tires and then rolled out of it, so you can do a burnout now nice um and you can absolutely drift it That's absolutely, awesome. yeah, um, it's really easy to initiate oversteer on braking.
1: And continue it with power. It seemed like that from watching Justin Bell's lap in the video. Like he was—he was, he was really aggressive. He drove a yeah. lot
0: more aggressively. Like to get that last half a second that he got over me, the driving was much, much more aggressive. And I think—I mean, not not to sideline quarterback Justin so much because the guy fucking won Lamar, but I don't think that car is set up for that type of aggressive driving. I feel more comfortable with it. When I'm a little slower like with real my slow hands and, and stuff, he was he
1: was is a much more aggressive style. He was he was managing like understeer, oversteer, understeer, oversteer, and yeah. he talked about it when he got out. He's like, oh, if you get this, I think he said something like, if you get the braking a little bit wrong, then it starts to understeer more, and then yeah. you have to like figure it out. Austin uh, Cabot drove like that when we were at Gingerman, also. Really aggressive. He's, he's done the show for people who have listened and whatnot, and he's a he's driving an instructor. instructor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was doing real aggressive and then kind of four wheel sliding and, you know, over the mm-hmm. whole way around. I've never ridden with somebody like that, like kicking the brake pedal and then, yeah. But he was passing fools.
0: I mean, I think that I have a little more mechanical sympathy than most racing drivers. Oh, yeah. I think Justin is more aggressive with my car than I would have been with my car. Yeah. Or even most borrowed cars that aren't like press cars.
1: Well, you also have had this journey with this car, uh, you know, and you're worried about it and it had problems and you, you love it and you want it to keep working, yeah. but drive it, you know. And I had the same thing. Like, that's why I didn't drift the car for a year. Yeah. So I was, I was like, but what it did, it did it. And, you know, and it's still, that's still going to remain, but it's just, it's really fun to, you know, you have to like have that experience, I think. No, it's fine, and the fact that it behaved so well at the track was,
0: like, fine. I just, you know, I don't want to... I'm literally boiling the fuel in the fuel tank. Oh, right yeah, now. no. We you should don't probably that. handle that.
1: Fuel problems are scary. Yeah. I drove it
4: here,
0: but I, I, I put the fucking cup
1: holder in it and drove it here, That's and awesome. it, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it. Um, awesome. I want to thank, real quick, PowerFlex and Beamer World for the bushings they got me, yeah. because the back was super predictable but also communicative and like it doesn't beat me up on the road which i know i've talked to you about but now this was the first time like really able to feel you know the weight of the car shifting and then you can tell where it's going to go out and some cars aren't very good at that and talking to you like your ass and your fingers yeah about like when's the breakaway point and it was there was really really good at that and nothing clunking nothing moving around you know and i don't need like spherical ball bushings to to get there which is nice oh that's good yeah solid very solid all right. For now. All right. Um, so yes. I want <laughs> I have notes too.
0: No, no. I wanted to bring up that I went as a judge to the Cannabis Cup on Saturday, which was hilarious for many reasons. Uh, it was sort of midway between a farmer's market, uh, SEMA, you know, a trade show, mm-hmm. and... Uh, You know, the obvious stoners. Yeah. Uh, It was in San Bernardino, so Cholos.
1: Was there any food there you could eat that didn't have weed in it? Yeah. Okay. There was like a bunch of food trucks selling food and shit. I feel like it's got to be a gamble.
0: There was a whole whole area of of like culinary demonstrations with ganja butter and stuff like that. And then
1: next to that was a napping area. Yeah, there was like like, these indoor tents
0: that were like medicating areas where they had like lounges set up and whatever. And, uh, no, you go around and there's like booths and there's everyone's got pounds of weed and giant pizza boxes full of waxes and everyone's handing out joints. And like we've got this app that we're using to judge the, the, the nuggets. And it was hilarious. Um, how do you judge a nugget? Taste, appearance. Uh, you don't really judge strength. They just kind of measure Especially that. The si- first three. <laughs> well, they measure that shit scientifically. Right. It's like, oh, this is 28%. You know, it's more, it's a, the subjective category. Okay. It serves to be said that the choices that the shaman and I made together did not actually win. Hmm. But we stand behind them, nonetheless. Fine. The Fig Farms, shout out to Fig Farms, Fire ridiculous fire and it so it's funny because my friend was like the judge and i was just like with him but like when you're with the judge you're a judge too it's like what do you think about this ah. and uh everyone's throwing him weed i mean he walks out of there with like two peas like two Ps. free weed everyone um oh, oh you're judging the indica, indica category here you go yeah and also shout out to all the growers who were fans of the smoking tire and gave me free weed for being me <laughs> which was awesome this it's guy was enough. like so I was like, "Oh man, I you know here he gave me gave me a quarter," and I was like, "You can use adblock. Go ahead. This is more you than I'll ever. <laughs> this is more than I'll ever get out of you." Wow. <laughs> yeah. No. So there's some some shout out to Space Monkey and Lemon Tree, were fans, and then but and then Fig Farms hooked it up. But I saw Damian Marley, uh, uh, George Clinton. I uh, awesome. was there. You know, typical. Fuck Yeah. Parliament. Um, so good. The buildings, like. There's buildings that, that, that like a vape company will set up that look like Audi's hospitality suite at Lamar. Where what? it's one of those like semi permanent huge structures with like a club on the roof. Whoa. You know, and everyone's just like vaping their face off and like
1: free dabs everyone's doing dabs oh my gosh and uh, still walking around that's what's crazy about that though.
0: it was it was pretty crazy the craziest thing was there was a shooting there the day before i was there and so we go to pull in and they're checking everyone's hood like car like trunk hood and so we were there with uh, high times and so like everyone in like the vendor and sponsor line has like Tons of boxes of shit in their trunk. So they're looking, making everyone empty their trunks and look under their hoods. And as they're searching the car, we're standing there and, you know, literally the supervisor comes over. There's a huge line of cars goes, no more hoods, guys, no more hoods. Just We're not going to do the hoods anymore. Just put the hoods down. And then they just arbitrarily decided, no more hoods. Wow, because it's just too slow. <laughs> so the whole time, yeah, so I'm over there like, oh, boy, oh, boy, someone's going <laughs> to... Yo, put the guns in the hood. They're not looking the hoods anymore. Oh you know my what gosh, I was, it was a little shady, but it was great It was cool. And the dude who was our host there, who booked the, uh, I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to say his name. I don't know if he wants publicity, but he's the guy who like books the, the, the booths. He's the booth booker, and his job for like five years was at Roof Building Metzger 700 horsepower Metzger Motors. No way. So he's like, oh no, man. And yeah, I, I. The shaman knew him from the weed world, like, and it turns out this guy worked in roof, and his father raced fucking cup cars with Derek Bell in the nineties, and he what? raced cup cars, nine nine six cup cars, and, and now he's now he's at High Times, and now he does that, yeah, because presumably it's chill as fuck. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> but you know what? Great point. I was his about to ask his why. job, uh, his job seemed pretty mellow. Honestly, it seemed like it was Maulness all right. stress. Yeah, it yeah, like it was all right.
1: Funny. I was I think I was talking to your, your buddy Mat- Mati about like one of the conferences. Yeah, he's, Mati's he's the Like shopper. oh there was a guy there that just had like he just put a pound in a machine he made and it's basically a leaf blower full of smoke and people would walk by and he would just blast them
4: with oh, it. Oh bro, which so is just dangerous. Okay, wait. For I don't what, like I need
1: to airdrop, I think
0: I need I cuz I didn't I didn't put them on my Instagram but I'm going to show them for the show. I'm going to airdrop all my pictures. I'm sorry I probably could have done this beforehand. But I'm gonna airdrop all my pictures from the cannabis cup to that computer, so I think we can uh, share them. There was a booth, and I'm gonna pull this up. There was a uh, a, a self uh, box, self hot boxing station. So like, you could go in this booth, and there was a volcano, and you just turn it that on and box your own face. I w- here's what I want to do, Tim. I'll- that should be desk- going there, and you can just pull. Hit open, sorry. They
1: go to the downloads folder there. Just drag that whole window if you can. I want to you know. get that booth and then turn it into a cash grab situation. So I want to put a fan in it and like put in like <laughs> cotton candy and like Oreos and just they'll fly around while you get super baked and see how many you can, un- can grab. Full screen that. Yeah, you just you can just like send nuggets. Yeah, just full
0: screen this so. So we can uh, just drop that into the show here. So this is there's Damian Marley, and that's that's like a super stalker photo. He has the craziest long long dreads ever. Yeah, um, but it's a Marley. So that's the se- this is the self the self boxing. Our <laughs>
4: it's self volcano. It's
1: not as fancy as I imagined it. No, it's not fancy. When at you all. described it, I imagine a phone booth. For this those
4: is n- the
2: cannabis cup, I remember. For those not <laughs> on the video, it's basically
1: a rectangular frame.
0: It is basically it's basically a, a portable closet. closet. It's a portable they, closet,
1: and the ground beneath it is like covered in oil, gum, probably some blood. Right, and there's a little chair
0: in there, and then in between where your legs go, if you're sitting on that chair, is a volcano
2: with like a, just a little trumpet on top of it <laughs> instead of a bag. And this booth is big enough for a chair and a volcano. Yeah. yeah. One person. That's it. You it's, just sit in it. It's two feet by three feet. So yeah.
0: uh, it was five bucks for five minutes.
2: <laughs> wow, that is a
0: while. That is a while. Oh, that was just continue. That was just a selection. They sent the shaman a box of blind taste weeds. So they sent him forty eighths.
1: <laughs> you just have to go through them. They have numbers fill on the them. App. You write down like oh, yeah. Geez, you know okay. you log Still into code. the High Times app. Oh, that's wax.
0: That is a pizza of wax. Good and Lord. that was not uncommon at all. So you you dude. So they send is a Deadly pizza for me. There's de- everyone's got wax. Everyone. I saw wax that was the clear, that was clear, clear, not, that was water fucking clear. Not oh, wow. tinted yellow, but mostly clear. What, like, this guy might have been selling jars of nothing. It's like,
1: <laughs> for all I know, there might have just been empty jars for $100. He was able to just put pure THC yeah. into a jar.
0: Was that my own, the last picture, Tim? There are more. No. That's I think I have a, more. Uh, no? That, uh, that, yeah, that's the high times brace. I was saying that's a that, nice that little pictures. Note. That was my banana fig eight. Oh that God. was our favorite. And it's just there's just booths of pounds of weed. That was the that's a vape company. So what you're what? looking at is a shipping container, semi permanent structure, probably twenty five feet high with a club on top, Whoa. a retail outlet in the middle, and an enclosed vape lounge. I'm sorry, retail outlet on the bottom, vape lounge on the second floor. Club on the roof. If that and that was brass that knuckles, that looks like a vape bar pens. that
1: would be in Vegas, like like on the strip, but right. not inside a casino. Yeah, it looks like one of those. You know, so
0: there was a bunch of different companies, mainly the vape pen companies. This is who's making all the money: is the vape pen companies that had structures like that, like weed vape, right? Not yeah, yeah,
1: Not raspberry
0: vape contest stuff.
1: No, no, no. Not okay. to, not
0: nicotine. Like guys who are making concentrates and vapor and and selling cartridges. They are making a fortune and it was in San Bernardino cuz it's halfway between LA and Palm Springs and they're doing all the growing in Palm Springs. Yeah. But I mean dude, when you saw I'm telling you you saw people with wow. giant ass wheelbarrows just with 100 peas. Just wheeling them through this shit. That's
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: That's and crazy. just people walking around, you know them like uh you know you go to Vegas and there's like the test tube shot girl yeah. where they've got that tray yep. on suspenders with the test tubes of shots. Imagine that but with fat ass blunts, and they're all
1: free. Just handing them out. Straight up, yeah. It was wild. Is it hard, like if you were a spectator and you went to this thing, you gotta kinda like pick your battles. Like if you go in and you start, you know, get, if you start drinking like the free, Amateur, the free drinks first. Amateurs could get way too high. Get way too and high. Retar- retarded, and wait, yeah. on, on something that's yeah. way too early yeah. too. You might miss like the, the great thing because. Yeah. Right inside the front door, there's like a free. The most
0: interesting thing about it by far was that it was mostly a B2B thing. Like it's a trade show. So it's guys who own dispensaries meeting with guys who are growers or guys who make concentrates. And, you know, just like SEMA, there's these booths and they have a little meeting table set up in the back and they're doing paperwork and placing orders and. Whatever, and so you could dev. you can buy a ticket and go as a as just a fan if you're like if you're a card holder or whatever in California, we went as media, which is mm-hmm. hysterical and uh and you know you it was it was shockingly normal actually i mean it was funny, but normal i mean yeah, it's a business obviously you know seventeen year old me in senior year of high school reading about the cannabis cup like in Amsterdam, you know. To going to now being fucking San Bernardino in a parking lot, (laughs) (laughs) you know, yeah, and and it's we're in California. It's not a big deal here. Weed is like nothing. I buy weed on a credit card. Like no one gives a shit anymore. So, but it's still the pride that these some of these growers take. You know, it's like. Some of these guys are super hippies, you know, but they're talking about the terpenes and yeah. the, the, the the nutrients and, this, and they're super
1: super super into it. It's really cool, though, and people yeah. are like botanist, scientist level. Oh they, yeah, they know everything about it and they take yeah. it very seriously.
0: No, the people at the Cannabis Cup are not fucking amateur yokels. These yeah. are people who are scientists who are growing.
1: It's kind of you know the, the the normalcy of it is like when you go to SEMA and you just see a booth that's like control modules and you walk yeah. by and you're like, what's this? But then I like every now and then you'll see two dudes talking that have name tags from different companies. Like they are putting together a product that we might drive or yeah. you know use or something. Like mm-hmm. that's that's how all the whole car world comes to be is because of Bosch parts that get bolted onto whatever. And you know it's like the behind the scenes action. It was uh it was super interesting actually and uh, you know there, and there's like a whole
0: side of it where it's not the weed, where it's like, uh, the, the machinery, where it's like, now here's a whole section of like machines that grind up huge quantities of weed, machines that will roll a hundred joints, you know, in half an hour, a machine that, or whatever the, the numbers are, the machine that tests purity, the machine that does this and that. And, and it's like, whoa, now we're over here and it's like guys in suits, you know, yeah. selling these machines. Robot. And I then saw- right around the corner is like a flat bill with a new kind of blunt wrap. And then right around the corner, you know, as
1: a grower, it's it's it was weird and interesting. It's gotta be a funny conversation when an engineer is talking to someone. They're like, "Well, we want to be able to to roll cones automatically." Yeah. And He's going, "Uh huh, uh huh, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, we can do that." I can get it's you aluminum. the specs on that. You wanna you want a three inch cone? And a whole
0: three-inch one point two grams of uh, ground sativa. Okay, okay. We need one hundred and twenty <laughs>
1: volts and just gonna, yeah, yeah. That's fun. crazy stuff. That's I fun. saw a Reddit where uh, they the police like in Brazil had confiscated a cocaine packing. Machine that mm. someone had built. Yeah, not that the two substances are related. I just want to make that clear. But it was someone had built this thing that just had a funnel of cocaine <laughs> and those tiny bags, and it was just cranking, drop, dun, dun, drop, dun, dun, drop, dun, dun, drop, dun, dun, and it was like a hundred an hour. Yeah, it was crazy.
0: It's cheaper than it, it doesn't listen. A machine don't snitch. Right. Yeah, and you, maybe
1: a a person may be cheaper, but she, But the cops can't arrest that machine. Just find an engineer, <laughs> and give him cocaine, and be like, "Can you make a thing? And like I can do yeah. that. I can totally make that." <laughs> give me three days. I'll be right back.
4: <laughs> the, One day to um, do it. Two days to test it.
0: There's some. There's some advancements in. Uh, it, there is some scientific advancement happening, not in just ganja, but e nails are the big thing. So dabs are con, you know, for those not really down with the weed, dabs are concentrated goo like that pizza box that I sh- that we showed you. It's like peanut brittle that you Kinda. put on top of a hot nail. Yes, that you torch this thing. It's really crack looking, mm-hmm. it's, and you
2: torch it's like earwax. Yeah,
0: and you you dab that into this hot tray, and you get very fucking high. It's like how much you need a dab. But the da- the advancements in dabs. So the ena- so now the torch is the super cracky work. That you don't want that sound happening in your home. Really fucking ever. Mm-hmm. So they now have an electrical system which consists of a small sort of amplifier in a box that goes into a coil that wraps around the thing so it doesn't make the cracky noise anymore that with does the torch. that's nice that that's sense. the torch you don't want it you <laughs> it is louder than you think <laughs> you don't want to be you, you don't want that <laughs> you can hear it and throughout now the house. there's a new i want to talk about the new one the new email that is built into a pelican it's all. It's all. Just look up Pelican case email. I don't. It's called like the Pelly nail or something like that. And I found it interesting because these guys are selling a shitload of them. And I talked. Yeah, wait. It's uh that. Uh, that's the bigger one, and then they have the new one with. The, is that one? So they've got a, so it's all in, included in a Pelican case, in a little Pelican, Whoa. and they drill ports into the side of it so you connect the cables all to the side of it. Do you plug it into the wall or is it battery? No, it has a battery, I think. Wow. Um and you could you charge it in the wall obviously, but right. I think it's and uh that's the bigger one and they have a smaller one now, but they're working with Pelican. They're not so so because they they're using the Pelican name in their branding, they're selling their products, so they're actually working with Pelican on this product, and I found that to be uh, so interesting because, wow. as film people, we use Pelican cases for
1: all kinds of things. I mean, they're they're used for all kinds of stuff, including just, my own really very, my own safety case. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do, I mean, they they do gun <laughs> stuff, you know they They're just good cases, and they'll form it inside it, however you need it. So stuff like that plan. was uh, was interesting too. I like seeing like these guys these guys started making this shit in their fucking garage. And I like then, seeing the older pot smokers that then are shown a vape pen for the first time oh, and they're yeah. like, uh, you know it's it's always the oh man back in my day we did yeah. but it's just yeah the way things change yeah
0: and the the by far the funniest part of the cannabis cup was the weed instagram hose which is i know in these times it's important to respect women and all but the weed instagram hose are a special brand of east l.a. Attention seekers, which were hilarious, hilarious, doing just the biggest dab. Like it was like a question of like how big of a dab could these girls shove into their Yikes. face, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it, it, all right, it's Sema."
1: Yeah, it's, it's totally that, Sema. That's that's exactly what most of it looks. Sema doesn't like. have body paint, but that's probably because they outlawed it for some reason. And, uh, their budget is
0: considerably lower than, say, the average SEMA booth. Yeah, they're out, you're outside. The quality is, um, highly variable. Um, it was, but I'll tell you what, though. once-in-a-lifetime hilarious experience to judge the Cannabis Cup.
1: Uh, Instagram people, speaking of that, so I went to the gym with Michael El- Elterman last week. Uh-huh. Who did, he was on Corbin Shit Show. You know, he built the Mustang that you drove. Which yeah, he has an he ls sold, swapped Fox body. Oh, he did? Parted it out and sold it. Um okay. And he goes to this gym called the Zoo, which is started <laughs> by a... YouTube bodybuilder guy named Bradley Martin. Uh, he's on Bro Science a lot. Okay. But this pla- So this place is now the mecca in the valley for people that are like powerlifters, bodybuilders, or Instagram model people. Uh-huh. So everyone there is strong as fuck. Yeah. Like Mike deadlifts 480 and he's like, I am weak in this place. But he sent me a picture of the day. There were two girls like in the distance wearing thongs doing pull-ups and i was like what is this place he's like well it's for people that have made it and people that want to it's it's just a weird environment what's he doing there mike likes it because he likes bradley martin and he likes lifting that kind of weight there's not a lot of places in his area to do that this isn't like la fitness where there's lots of machines and people just kind of doing working out it's like oh it's for that one thing i'm doing snatches like it's just crazy it's that one very funny yeah but girls are right. like full 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 yeah. makeup who well, are that, strong and you know squat more than i do but it's kind of strange
0: that gold's gym in venice which is right by my house where right. i went to and there's signs up everywhere that say no instagram no way yeah they put their signs oh, up all over it i like that like, yeah. just come here and do your do what you're here to do. yeah well yeah. i mean obviously before those signs went up they were there <laughs> they were put there for a reason yeah but very good point um the other not car thing I did was I went to the opening of the Grand Seiko store in Beverly Hills and it was I didn't realize this but it was just like a car press launch but for watches. So like people got flown in from like all these watch blogs and uh and I met I met a yeah. bunch of people um and uh the Grand Seiko they have pictures of the opening. I have, there's a picture on my Instagram. They bl- they blew out. Look at the go scroll down uh one more. There. Look at that. Look at the fucking uh, the cherry blossoms. They 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 decorated the whole store in these beautiful cherry
1: blossoms. Yeah, it's like that's your check-in desk, right? That's it's
0: yeah. It's, it's like a press launch. And these were so. This is the the only Grand Seiko only store in the world. This is the first one. Okay. So they've got all the all the new hot Grand Seikos. They've got this new one. I thought one. You
1: went to a Seiko store in Ma- that's Miami. That's a they
0: sell reg- they sell Grand Seiko, but they also sell regular Seiko. This is a Grand Seiko only. Oh, jeez. Um, and so go go back to my Instagram. Tim, What's the, the cheapest watch there? Eh, maybe like three or four grand, and they go up to fifty. So that the green, the, so that's their new one, and it's sixty five hundred. So they only had one. They took us into literally like a locked room in the back, like four at a time to look at that. Is it like diamonds on the hand? No, uh, no, that- they're just that that it's cut like an exacto knife. Oh. Grand Seiko is not about. Really flash or bling? What it's about is uh, the craftsmanship is so far beyond like Rolex. Like for instance, and I I, just real to, qu- so, to clarify, like one ahead. of
1: the hands has like a, sh- a sheen or a finish to it. Oh That's no, it's got a
0: diamond cut finish, but it's okay. not actual diamonds. Okay, so it's got they call it the peacock dial, and it's got uh, this this really cool green kind of almost feathered look on the dial. Um, It's a GMT, so it's got a 24-hour... GMT is a uh, Greenwich Mean time. So you have an extra hand here. This yellow hand is for a 24-hour time. So once around for that hand is 24 hours. And then...
1: Stop. Interesting.
0: It's the polish, like the level of finish on these... Uh, Hour markers and stuff is just
1: ridiculous. And so, like, quick question: If you have the normal hands, why do you need the GMT hand? Also,
4: you can because you you can set set it. Different things, yeah. So you can set
0: the GMT hand. Like, if you're traveling, you can set the normal hands to your local time, and then the GMT hand will display either always GMT or for for me on my watches, the GMT hand will always display the time in Los Angeles in 24 hour format. That's kind of wherever I am in the world. All right. Um, but Grand Seiko is like, it's the Lexus LFA of cars. Like even like compared to bring up this camera, Tim. Like not to show off my Rolex, but like this is a Rolex Submariner. They call it a Kermit, and I don't know if it can focus
2: this close. But the top, um, the uh, getting the microphone.
0: Sorry, the top of the uh, the the bezel here, bezel, <laughs> where it it normally points to twelve. It's a bezel. When you spin it, you know you can. It, it spins, but actually, you cannot make it sit right at twelve. It's either just on one side or just <laughs> on the other side. Why? Do and they do that? let me tell you, who would not fucking ever let shit like that happen? It's Grand Seiko.
1: Why did Rolex let that happen? That because like, Rolexes
0: course, are they're like M3s. They're not like Lexus Lfas. That's why.
1: That just seems so. I guess it was just an oversight that happened. Because that seems like yeah, this should sit This is at not 12. my only Rolex
0: that has that. My Pepsi GMT has the same thing. Wow. Yeah. Weird. And so... Oh, no. The Pepsi GMT doesn't have the clicking. It's a smooth one. But, uh, but my still, dad's Submariner with the bezel is the it same. can't sit. That kind of shit would never, ever fly on a Grand Seiko. Now, Rolexes have their own value, and so their their value is not necessarily still a good tough watch. Right. But it's there's little shit like that that okay. other companies execute better, especially Grand Seiko. Um, but... Um, I thought it was neat. They serve the Japanese whiskey. They've got the Japanese music. They have the guy doing the watercolor paintings oh, of the cool. Japanese uh, letters.
1: What whiskey did they serve? Ooh. Suntory or Yamazaki? No, they
0: have a they have. It was not Yamazaki. They have a a partnership with something in Japan. There's a, a distillery that's right up the road from the Grand Seiko factory, and they all and they brought that. And like Nobu catered it. I mean, it was pretty cool, pretty gangster. I'm sure, it was. Yeah, it was pretty gangster. It was yeah. fun. So, but if you're into watches and you're in in Los Angeles, um, the even just ignoring the festivities, the the store itself has a beautiful collection of vintage and new and and all the cool Grand Seikos. It's cool. So that was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I want to go on all these watch press launches. It seems like it seems it's like a car launch with no driving. Yeah. Like, you land in a place, they issue you a watch, and then you just go do a bunch of shit, like tourist shit, wearing the watch. That's the whole f- thing. Yeah, and wow. half of it you do drunk. It's, like, it's, it's like ridiculous. It's it pretty chill. Make it's pretty money. chill. It seems like a complete,
1: like, just a scam that you're going on these watch press launches. Like. Just take a photo with close, uh, or, like, shallow depth of field in front of, like, a river. Yeah. Or and, a nice meal.
0: And there were people at the store, like, you know, they get there, they show you, you, look around. There were some speeches, the president of Seiko, like, you know, fairly big deal as far as this company goes. And then it was like, people were like, not fighting each other, but like, it was definitely like, who's going to be the, the first customer? wants to be the first cu- the first customer of the store like three people were kind of like
1: jockeying
0: to like be the first customer
1: well if you are the first person to buy a watch there that'll get you into a lot of places it'll be g- able to say that <laughs> you know I mean when you die and your head says, got you into the after first party. customer at Grand Sega yeah. store people we went to the that. after party at the
0: peppermint club and I walked right up to the thing and they're like are you and I just held up my wrist and they're like right in because <laughs> yeah. I wore my Grand oh, they knew oh okay. I was there for yeah. it's the only time that watch will ever get you anything no one notice. It's, it's the most. A Grand Seiko is a great place to hide ten thousand dollars. Yeah. No one will ever notice it or look at it. But you'll be like, "This is a, a
1: fine quality item." Yeah. The people that know and the people that don't yeah. know are buying whatever the yeah, flash. The president
0: of is. Seiko will look at that and go, "Oh." Oh, I see. you see him a lot. All the time. <laughs> he's gonna go on the on the watch show. Cool. I got his info. Actually, I, I emailed does him. Does he live here? Does he live? Lives in New York. Okay. Uh, but we're gonna. He's gonna come on the watch show with yeah, Cameron. Cool. So yeah, he yeah. should. We, we. I met a bunch <laughs> of people.
1: There that were like to, are excited to come on the watch show. Nice. We start the watch show. So that'll be fun. Um. So you went to Hoonigan. I uh, was watching their video on their Miata cart construction yeah. thing. Yeah. Did you ever? So the guy that was working on that with Rob Parsons built something like uh, the Coyote Motorsports drift cart. Did you see that thing? The it's like
4: the teal. Miata with
1: no body panels. The guy that was working on that in the video I watched lives in like St. Louis. And runs a company I think Coyote Motorsports. Oh, you should pull this up. And they built a drift cart that is like, like the tube frame Integra thing you drove, uh-huh. but very good. And it runs a two an SR20 and has all two forty suspension. And the is videos it of it a, it's are a deconstructed two forty. It's a total tube frame build. They built they built a go kart. No, just it has drifting. no base that. on real cars. No, but it Can uses. You full screen that. I it, can't really It uses from this... 240 parts, like 240SX suspension parts and an SR20, but it's like 6 or 12 inches shorter. I mean, look, you know, I'm sure that that is fun on a skid pad. No, no. They had, they had video of him on a road course. Coming into corners at a speed that I have not really recognized. These, these in people cars are like it was no, awesome. These people are not normal humans. I'm not doing that shit.
0: You Fuck should that. drive that car somehow. I would drive that at the balcony. Yeah, For fucking sure. I would drive that at the balcony, but I'm not. I'm not entering turn ten at fucking Road Atlanta. No, that's a that's a skill level we don't have. I have a feeling. Well, we may get, get flighty. That's right. Yeah, we, I'm not playing it. Yeah. We're, I'm, unfortunately, guys, we can't play this one in the uh, end of the show. We'll probably get fucking flagged. That looks oh. sketchy and dangerous, but it's at the great. very least, it's rear-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. It's very so rear-wheel drive. Having one of those oh. and having it be front-wheel drive genuinely defeats 90% of the fun of yeah. it. Of it. The Miata
1: carts. I'm not anti
0: front wheel drive by any means, but if you're going to strip a car out and to make it a toy to fling around because it doesn't weigh anything, having it front wheel drive
1: doesn't do you any fucking favors. True. Yeah. Um. Speaking of toys to th- fling, fling around, but not light ones, you talked to Thad about his possible truck purchase. Finally,
0: well, I talked to him literally right before you walked in this room. Right. You want to tell me what he's doing? Thad
1: wants to buy a 2011.
0: Extended cab Raptor with 100,000 miles and a supercharger on it. Yeah. Which is not a entirely unreasonable purchase because the way he tells it, it's fucking cheap. Yeah. And, it's, 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 it's ch- uh, and 10 he grand says it's cheaper there than here. Yeah. For a comparable. A lot truck. cheaper there. And he knows the guy that he's bought, he wants to buy it from who uses it. <laughs> this sounds stupid to anyone not in Dubai, but he uses it as a highway commuter between Abu Dhabi and Ra's al-Khama, which, having driven that fucking road, it's just a straight, shitty highway. Really? Yeah, and fuel is 90 cents a gallon over there, so, like, why wouldn't you have a supercharged Raptor? You know what I mean? It's comfortable. So, apparently, I haven't seen the truck, but
1: apparently it's it's in good shape, and it really is mostly highway miles. He said it has the updated interior... uh the generation after yours had. So it's got like the digital, not the digital gauge, but like oh, all the Oh, where you get the stuff. Yeah, so the got 2011 that got the upgrade,
0: the center and, screen and in it, between the gauges. It's got the thumbstick,
1: yeah. upshift, downshift. Yeah, so yeah. So it's got like a, all the good stuff on it, plus the blower. It should be fine. It'd be, I mean, he needs to buy it because that, that's the best vehicle to own yeah. if you live there. Habibi, you must have Superstars Raptor. He's, like, he's like, there's sand dunes across the street from my work that you yeah. can legally drive on. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems he, uh, If ridiculous. you're going to be over there, and I know Thad's listening to this show, if you're going to be over there, you got to have
0: a fucking thing to do. Yeah. Going to the gym and eating eggs only goes so far. It's not that fun. It's not that fun no. after a year. You definitely need some sand toys.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's...
0: That it's you're living in Glamis basically. and you could probably offset the cost of shipping that truck home by
1: the fact that it's worth more once it gets here. Uh, It seems like the math works out that way, even though it's a lot of miles, but there's a lot of trucks. I guess people drive them a lot. They keep them there.
0: I think I feel
1: like there is a hard bottom on Raptors. Mm. Like you got a Raptor
0: that's not a salvage title and that runs pretty good. You got 20 grand period. Almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd have to have it has to be pretty fucked up to be less than a $20,000 yeah, truck. Yeah. Cuz it's point. such a capable vehicle right. even uh, with miles on just, it. They're just they're tough. They're going right. to last a while. I mean, th- I think yeah, eventually they'll be worth like nothing when they turn to fucking dust, but if you've got a running truck with paint that looks decent and it's not beat and it's nice, like I think there's a hard bottom of 20 grand there. Yeah. Hard. You're, I don't think you're finding a good Raptor for less than 20.
1: How grand. much did that um supercharged Hennessy one you drove make 600 yeah it's the same shit i mean it's it's that like roush racing
0: blower or so rabid. i don't know if it's a whipple or a roush blower but it's he said whipple it's a whipple then yeah, yeah it's probably 600 it could be 600 at the wheels it's a it's a big fucking it's it was fast actually yeah <laughs> it was, it, was. Really it moved
1: were you were there for that right yeah yeah i got the uh minivan stuck Oh yeah. And well, and then I shoulder. looped, and then
0: I looped the Raptor into a ditch. Remember when I tried yep. to, I drifted it in the mud? I remember that. Yeah, there was a lot of really good mud sliding that day. And there was like one bad. Yeah, one, <laughs> one bad. One. Well, I think we ended up using the shot, but we cut the shot right before,
1: before. it went. Into, like we used the entry because <laughs> the yeah, because the bumper touched a fence a little bit. I think okay. I put about a three or four inch scratch on the bumper. Yeah, it was it was like a uh, uh, it hit it just. Hit a fence. It was very. It was very minor. It looked when it happened. I'm sure it was terrifying inside and outside. It was like, oh no, I just, no. There
0: was just like a. It was. It was one of those things. It was muddy. So we were. It was like I was talking about with the Chris Harris slides. We were shooting at like 120 frames per second. So the slides weren't happening fast at all, mm-hmm. and just mud is being sprayed everywhere. And I I just sailed one kind of wide
1: and just blooped in the, into the ditch. <laughs> it
0: happened like in slow motion. It's funny.
1: That's going to do drift lessons, but just like at 6,000 pounds with yeah. 600 horsepower. Oh, it'd be so fun. It'd be real
0: fun. it so fun. I think someone said on Twitter last night when the semi Tesla semi-truck was coming out, they were like, yo, how long until like... Oh, people in Beverly Hills are just buying these things that just drive around. <laughs> oh, you think? Why would someone do that? It'd take up so much space? Just because, just because it's a fucking can. Tesla? Because it's like true. Because it's like, why are you buying a
1: six by six G wagon? It's the size of a semi truck, basically. I bet you will see one person do that in LA, but I bet more. Like, um, what are the, the sport chassis? Sports, oh, those yeah. Like Texas and stuff, people will do that and cruise around, like ball out in their Tesla uh, semi truck, which is Craziness. ridiculous. What Craziness. I, uh, what else you got? Anything else, else before
0: we before we go to break?
1: I think that's all I've got. That's all I've got.
0: That's all I have. Yeah, brain off. Mm-hmm. We need a break, reassess, and we'll be back with uh, with Anthony yes. of uh, Exotic Car, who's uh, a good dude. He's a good friend of mine who has been. He's had his hands on every single car I've had since I came to L.A. in one way or another, and he does. Uh, he's he's got an interesting uh, career, and he works on some interesting cars. So we're gonna sell some real estate, and uh, we'll. Here we are, Smoking Tire Podcast. Anthony Lanier of Exotic Car. He makes the cars that look good. Yes. He makes it look nice. Yeah. West Los Angeles. You got a fun, like, every time I go in your shop, which is somewhere between a body shop, an interior shop, a detail shop. Collision, uh, custom interior, exterior. Yeah. Wheels, tires, brakes. But you're making my cars that look nice. And so I want to get you on the podcast to talk about making the cars that look nice. All right man. Welcome. Thank you. Morning morning show today. It's, It's... It's ten in the morning, daylight. Oh
1: no! So, like, with with his R thirty two, did you just notice the things that weren't, you know, as as a fact as it would come out of the factory? Like, I know you'd a lot up. of coolity. that was
0: part of the first forty five seconds. I had an R thirty two. I yeah, took it to Anthony. We we, I, we, Very just, good point. we we referenced something that didn't happen in this show. I We're know the, the audience now, knows sir. everything.
4: The, sure. They know everything.
0: I had a skyline, which I immediately yeah. brought to Anthony for right. a freshening. Mm-hmm. And now your question, I'm sorry. For Did,
1: when you looked at that, are you just trying to bring things back to factory spec as far as aesthetics? Or do you even go beyond that and see things that can uh, be massaged uh, and tweaked?
3: Yeah, I mean, in that case, it was, hey, we've got a, you know this new project. and And uh, how can we preserve what's there and make it look as amazing as possible? And and then also put a special touch on it. And that was, you know, Matt wanted bronze wheels. So, you know, that we worked. That. The bronze was it worked really nice. With yeah. The gray and, and color sanded, polished the car, made the paint pop. So we didn't have to paint too much. And
0: What's cool about Anthony's okay. is like every time I go over there, Exotic Car Incorporated, Pontius Avenue, West LA. Every time I go over there, it's like, okay, there's a 458 that someone just had painted some fucking crazy blue. There's... Of 56 Porsche Speedster, you know, getting a wet sand. Like, there's an actual Ferrari race car having wheels refinished. Like... There's, like, Lady Gaga's shitbox El Camino <laughs> falling apart <laughs> in the corner. like, And then there's your, like, weird uh, 58 Resto Ma... Is it 58? What year is it? 49. Oh, no, the, the, vet. the Corvette the, 59. A 59, yeah, he's got this old vet that's, cool. like, just, like, what, one bolt a week?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind like of it's the 10-year plan. Like
0: yeah, that. right. So it's just, like, Anthony just has... He has his hands on so many different little things that I just thought your perspective on things was interesting. Thanks, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
3: it's... It's covered so many different things from even, like, just main standard services, annual services to the crazy To doing stuff. the
0: interior of my Mustang, which is, yeah.
3: right, so, like, your
0: interior guy is kick-ass because that thing looks awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: you pick the fabric, we just put it in.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I have excellent taste. <laughs> but you literally, you told me outside, actually, that you started by, by painting cars in
3: alleyways. Yeah, it's been a long road, it's starting uh, about 10 years ago. Um, was your dad a body guy? He was had a mechanic shop. Oh, okay. So, so I always grew, grew up, up in... around cars, and, and but they never let me work at the shop. It was always, you're going to go to college, you're going to get an education, which I tried to do. <laughs> like, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. I tried to do, do that. Give that rust in his bumper. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much what happened, and uh, I got to work for O'Gara Coach for a while. Oh, yeah, okay. I was there for four years, and I, I helped with the Aston Lambo service. For those who don't know, O'Gara Coach is the big
0: kind of uh, exotic car yeah. conglomerate here in L.A. Yeah, they, they do Aston, Bentley,
3: Aston, Rolls, do Bugatti. Bugatti? Rolls, Bentley. Do they do the Lambo and the Ferrari? Are they Ferrari and Lambo also? No, no they're, they're not just, Ferrari. They're just Lambo, Aston. Yeah. Bentley, Rolls, Bugatti.
0: Our friend Stuart's over there. Remember Stuart McIntosh yeah, from Galvin? Yeah, he's is he's one of my, one of like my top favorite car salesmen globally. Yeah, guys, hilarious. Yeah, he's Brit- British to boot. And he well he was in charge of Galpin's party department when the party department Amazing. was really off the chain. It was like the the guy from Cuba rolling the cigars in the corner. You that know, was because him. Eighteen foot tower of sushi like that was all Stewart's. was <laughs> doing time, good times. Yeah. Yeah. He he. I think he convinced Bo Bachman that you could sell more Aston Martins if the customer were as drunk as possible <laughs> when, when ordering. I think he was right. It worked. It worked. So you worked in O'Gara doing what just in the in the uh, service service stuff? i ran the
3: service department as i was your service advisor so we got to do a lot of work on those cars oh god
0: you must have dealt with as a service advisor boy you must have dealt with some characters in beverly hills it was awesome
3: mm-hmm. that was between uh, 2004 and 8 <laughs> So, so just not to throw was, anyone
0: under the bus, but like what kind of craziness do you see people coming in and complaining about it at the O'Gara service
3: Department? Everything. Yeah. Everything. From the smallest things to there's a squeak in my in my
1: in my ashtray, but it's ten dollars and quarters, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that that is something that should be taught to children like as you turn sixteen. It's like, by the way, if you hear a noise, take everything, take everything out, out of the car, the car, then drive it around. Exactly. Isn't it
0: remarkable how well like you really People can feel like their car is actually built like shit, but then you take everything out of it and you go, "Wow, I had a bunch of junk in my car." Yeah, <laughs> and actually, the car totally. itself has like almost no. But the D,
3: you know, like the DB9s when they first came out, they kind of were. Uh,
0: I believe that
1: that doesn't sound like Aston, the Aston Martin. Dude, I know. Aston's, <laughs> it's like in you
0: 2005. To, you've really got to love Aston Martin. You I, you, you have, have to, to be a glutton for punishment. You have to love. Something about the cars so much because so many things about them are so terrible.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you do, all you do, is look
1: at it and you're like, "Yeah, it, it, your problems are fine. You know, you're...
0: it's a good
3: looking car. It's a great looking
0: Objectively, car. sounds great." My Vanquish is a pile of shit.
3: That's a manual, right?
0: Yeah, it was swapped. It uh-huh. was even worse when it was an auto. But yeah, those uh, were you know, that was That was great. a car that
3: had a big problem. The, the clutches were always going out on that.
0: Yeah, the it was ten thousand miles. Ten thousand miles lucky. for like an O four Gallardo. Uh, uh, a three fifty five or a uh, uh, an Aston Vanquish, Vanquish was a ten thousand mile clutch.
3: Would you swap the what clutch went in that? Fuck, no. I know. Uh, I think
0: it's the Vanquish S clutch. It was. They were yeah, that's what they that's what they they fixed them all. Eventually, they put when the Vanquish S came out, mm. they just started repairing all the regular Vanquishes with, with S. S parts. So you can end up with like. If you like blew a valve or something in a base car, I think you could only get S heads now or something. Yeah. So. Wow. It's they're weird. Like Aston is a is a really strange company. They taught the yeah. robot how
1: to yeah. like rev match, and that probably helped the clutch wear a bit.
4: Fuck.
0: <laughs> it wasn't the rev matching; it was the engagement from stopping. Really, that the traffic is Stop what and would go. Eat. The traffic is what would eat those clutches. It's like a
1: fifteen-year-old program. <laughs> Fuck, it god, it had to be chatter sh- and it oh, was terrible disaster. But a great-looking car.
0: Yeah. Did you? uh <laughs> Yeah, as in that period, that's an interesting period. So, what?
3: 04 to oh. to 08 was a great period because you know the economy was still working, and the cars and not, must have people gotten people were, were people were people were buying a lot of cars people and buying know, shit, financing yeah. stuff was great. And <laughs> yeah, trucks would show up with hundred and forty four months on Mercs. Yeah, you know, and then we had to drive them all. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was great was I was the only service writer in that department, so I got to handle every single car that came in and you drive. I learned car.
0: so much about the cars. Yeah, for,
3: for that era. Yeah, it was great, and it, but it taught me a lot about those cars, the the clientele, the guys that and, and gals that owned them, and, and how to deal with them, talking. Yeah, them and that helped guys. prepare me. I, I looked like it. I look at it as just training for for what I do now. It, it, it helped me to become independent enough to start my own gig, mm-hmm. and and uh, have the confidence to do that. Which ended up in with starting uh, with a truck in in alleys, you know, painting rims, and and bumpers. <laughs> it's actually and, not a bad gig. I mean, at the time was, it like was great.
0: Straight panel truck with a with the rig in the back. Of yeah, it. It like yeah, that. like
3: you know, very very under the radar, and yeah, you know. But then you'd whip out a air compressor and spray a bunch of paint, and you know,
1: try not to get it everywhere, or get get arrested, or you were know. you painting? You know, the, w- w- did you keep your clientele? Like you left there, and there were the people that wanted painted rims. You're like I can do that for you, but just, just not here. Like maybe melt back or something. It happened everywhere. Okay. It, it
3: happened in like liquor store parking lots in the middle of the night, where you know little Jimmy took Dad's car out and he, you know, scratched the wheel. Oh, yeah, he, you know, I like that. That's it, funny. It, it was seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. The, just the hustle was was going. But it was a good time for that. There weren't a lot of people doing it. You know, now the whole
0: shop was in a truck.
3: Everything. everything you needed. Everything room. I needed. It, yeah. it cost like fifty bucks a day to do what we did, that's and, awesome. and half of that was for like pot. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. the overhead was very low. <laughs> the, um... It was a good time in my life. <laughs> Yo, here's actually, I have a wheel
0: refinishing question for you. Okay, so get this, I rented this Audi S7 in Europe, and this mm. is I rented it in Germany. So we're talking about TÜV. It's a it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, Hannah curbed uh, the wheel. Uh, In in Italy, Hannah quote Hannah, me slash Hannah curb the wheel. Um, When you refinish a wheel, when someone curbs a wheel and refinishes a wheel, are you kind of sanding it down, filling it in with putty, and then spraying it with a paint that matches the finish? It is that basically it nine
3: out of ten times. Yeah. You know, most most mm-hmm. of the for time you can. You damage, can stand it's not it. like yeah. a structural. Structural, you've got to weld. But right. I mean, if you're welding a wheel, I I I just recommend getting a new wheel. Right. I'm just saying yeah. that the, but, they, but the German
0: what? government made me buy a new
3: wheel. Oh, yeah. After it was curbed. The, the for... European, they they take it so seriously over there. Yeah. I, the I Germany, and, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Deutschland. Yeah. There, but even in the they U.K. They take birthday
1: cake seriously, dude. <laughs> anything round. <laughs> anything round with a circumference. The is. candles are not evenly spaced. <laughs> no birthday. <laughs> yeah, you get no birthday. Go, now finish we your homework. We studied
3: the placement of the
0: candles on the cake and determined that for even the spacings, <laughs> mm-hmm. we use one-eighth measurements and we only use eight candles. Um, but he's 15. We only use eight candles. <laughs> it would be eight forever. <laughs>
3: Yeah, the the Europeans take wheel repair to a whole different level. They make us look like amateurs here.
1: I mean, they also, the rules of TUV are very good in many respects because anything on the road has to be a certain, you know, specification. But I I was at uh, Bilsterberg, and one of the guys that works at that track was trying to build an E30, like, wagon up Uh to, like, a track car. And he was kind of laughing. He's like, I can't drive it on the street right now because it had, like, KW variant threes that weren't approved. He had some, he had a part on there that here is like yeah, a very legitimate thing, but mm. it was not have approved yet. Over there, yeah. And yeah, so like, it's
0: like BCs or some like totally. like mid level brand of not to shit on BCs. Actually, I've seen them on race cars. No, no, well, it's but, it's not about yeah. It's uh, about but tube. like whatever the mid level brand is. I think KWs are good.
1: They're from too. Germany. I yeah. think I am wrong. They but are.
0: It, In fact, I'm waiting on springs <laughs> from KW. <laughs> I don't
1: want those things.
0: I got adaptive coilovers on the Focus RS. This new. Oh, wow adaptive coilover it's an oem replacement for the focus rs with Mm. like a real high quality adaptive kw shock wow and they sent them to mountain and mountain put them in and the ride is fixed made the car made the car but it's like an inch lower and now Mm. i'm i'm driving now the car is slammed (laughs) i was like guys can we can we go back to stock height and they're like we have to get new springs from germany a month ago (laughs) (laughs) so here we go Christmas. christmas It's going to be cool when be it's great. ready, but it's, even, in Venice, you can't drive a lowered car. It's, it's Even in stock height, like, it's not a tall car. It's just it's No, usable. it's fine. You can yeah, get fine. in and stuff. It's usable, but if you lower
3: it, it's no bueno.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how do you go from just
3: panel truck to, <laughs> to, a, to a shop? <laughs> to a real shop. Where does that... It's been a fun ride. It... it uh... Like what's the what's the huge risk other than buying a panel truck
0: and filling it with equipment? The huge at what risk point is, is the huge risk taking on a, a giant yeah. shop with a big rent?
3: Yeah, with payroll and rent and insurance and and all the stuff that comes in the expense. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it was really at the time of my life. I you know I didn't have a lot of responsibility, so I was like, let's let's roll the dice and let's see if we can make it. And taking every opportunity that came my way. So it's like, hey paint these wheels can you do this bumper can you paint these calipers can you do this can you do this and you learn makes, how
0: to do something the first time someone asks you to do it for them yeah <laughs>
3: try to look like you know what you're doing and, and fake it till you make it right you know and and uh, working at, at, at O'Gara was great because it just introduced me to a great network of guys you know and so when I couldn't do something I could call someone and they come in and we got it done it, it even evolved into to doing work on aircraft which was something I never could Whoa. imagine
0: what like polishing and stuff like like, like spot detailing, paint, and? spot
3: painting, you know, aircraft. I uh, hit a seagull and uh, <laughs> we'll chip on the nose. <laughs> aircraft, there's I
0: mean, money in aircraft.
3: Yeah, and there's huge liability yeah. too. Yeah, there's, there's rules. Right? There's a lot of rules and regulations. Is there a lot of
0: oversight like in painting a, in painting a plane?
3: Yeah, you know the chemicals are similar but different. Huh. Um, but yeah, the the tolerances and thresholds are 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 really really specific. So if sense. you wanted to touch up the, the the blades on a helicopter, you can't paint with you know past a certain oh. thickness because then it throws the balance off and yeah then you, that makes you a kill lot everybody of sense. on board you know whoa I didn't know you could do that I didn't that know they be p- I didn't ever thought about painting yeah. the blades yeah cause well how do you just they you're... chip up and you know the yeah. guys want them to look great but makes sense wow that's crazy. all right but we we stuck to the fuselages and just you know <laughs> they were fueling up the G five and they scratched it so can you fix that spot oh, okay. you know and and. But then it turned into like, hey, we need to rent a couple of forklifts and you know, or, or sky cranes, whatever, and and that's where I cut it. And I just like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's,
0: all, yeah. it's all. I mean, if that was your gig, mm-hmm. like your whole gig, and you could set up shop at an airport and you were the guy at the airport who yeah. would do it, it would be great. But. Larry, Larry used to do that shit. I remember my, that. Part, my partner at the detail shop used uh-huh. to do fucking planes
3: detailing. Detailing,
0: planes. yeah. He wouldn't paint planes, but he would. De- and it was, you know, it was like ten G's, twelve G's to detail a plane. And they want they want them quick too, right? He would do it in a day. Yeah. One day he could do a plane, and he would have basically like a guy do the interior while he did, you know, the po- and he would machine polish a whole fucking plane. Yeah, that's it was crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's I crazy. mean, what he a have weird a ladder for like
1: you know ten hours. It was nuts. Which is so strange because. Ninety-eight percent of the time, you're in a private plane. You are not near any other people. Like you're up in the sky. No mm-hmm. one can yeah. see it. You touch down. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, that's looking fresh." And then you get out and you go away. Like Dude, it doesn't matter. You know matter. what? I mean, this pull is up to the sp- local plane show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rolling up to the curb. I'll tell you what. Every time I've been on a private
0: plane, I've been privileged enough to have do that a few times. It's spotless every single time. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's been raining or whatever. Every single time, it is spotless.
1: I think. I think clean, they're like they're clean makes sense, clean. but detailed to me it just seems like. Oh man, we got to write off another hundred grand this year. What can we do? What can we do? <laughs> you know? Well, you
3: get you know an extra what like two miles per hour. You know yeah, I you know? know. I the think efficiencies. I, I think you probably some, do. Slippery. I think you get some. There is some level of efficiency. to a very sure, small
0: degree. Yeah, yeah like you got to wax it and shit to protect the. Pa- I think a lot of it is like painting it. Like you're saying, is so expensive that it's worth it to. Maintain they put it. a. They use a really heavy duty
3: wax. Mm-hmm
0: that protects the paint. And then
3: there's products like uh Cela Jet or those ceramic coatings people P2, are ceramic coating.
0: P21S I think was designed there's, there's for a aircraft of them, and yeah. that before Larry started making his own is. shit, P21S. I think can you can you google that tim and make sure that's a real product? P- P21S. <laughs> it's probably something just cuz um, it's <laughs> <Larry laughs> alphanumeric characters. That to, to do planes and then we started using it on cars. Yeah. Um, it, I think that's
3: and that's how ceramic coating. Yeah,
0: is, that's right? it. The blue top, that's the real shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah We were using that for uh, for the planes, um, and it was good,
3: honestly. Well, Not to the, recommend something. The similar. cars that surround the planes, though, at the airport too. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you trade you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you got to put the 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 G five somewhere, and then there's all these other great cars around it. Well, so. at the Santa Monica kind of run hand in hand. Which, yeah, Santa Monica Airport's a great. Place. Now I think there
0: aren't they making you keep a plane. Like you have, you can have a hangar that no. has cars in it, but I think you have
3: to also have a plane, right? You know, the politics there are so interesting. They're shortening the runway and all that and then I think in seven. Oh that'll days. help Harrison Ford. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I peeked in his hangar. It's across from Spikes. It is dope. I'm sure it is, but man so I work like that guy's crashed like three times. Yeah, the last he's not he needs as so much runway. Yeah, like we need the runway to the beach. You he know? should
0: just be allowed to land at LAX. Like no one, everyone else. I think he
1: tried, right?
3: Or is that Orange County?
0: I think that was John Wayne where he hit yeah. the taxiway. <laughs> You hear you're the radio? Call. He's like, "Oh, dude, that uh, that was me. My bad. My bad. I'm the idiot that just landed." Only on the he could get
3: away with it. Though. Harrison Ford, like yeah. he's a you
0: know, he can land wherever you want, buddy. Yeah. Land on the fucking four hundred five. But Who there, cares?
3: right now, I think I think the airport's more prone to renting you a hangar if you have cars than if you have a plane. Because the neighbors are complaining about the yeah, planes, so they would rather have car guys in there than plane guys. Wow. Well, maybe, but the guy, in.
0: the guys that I know who do have cars there are terrified that they're going to get kicked out.
3: Because they don't have a plane?
0: I think because they're trying, first they're trying to get rid of the everything, but they're <laughs> starting by getting rid of cars and then planes. Yeah.
3: The, the Southfield that used to always have, you know, planes tied down, and, and now it's just like a, you could drift cars out there, there's no planes. That'd be That's just a great. really good idea. I wonder, they did that. I wonder if they that would, would be great. I call wonder. up the, the call up the city and
0: like, oh, yeah. the city would hate it. You know what? That's a job for Brian Scotto. That's a Hoonigan. Right? He Brian Scotto at Hoonigan relishes yeah. in the uh, hard to get permit, the impossible, the hard to get permit. Well, yeah. the
1: challenge is to get that permit so people can go for 140 bucks a day. Not like <laughs> we're going to do a two million dollars in
0: shoot. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know? totally true. Um. So you know what other? What is the? What did you? Uh, did you learn uh, quickly that about the exotic cars not being made of exotic parts
3: and being like yeah. things that
0: when you learn that an exotic car is like something that can be fixed and, and yeah
3: that that lesson started at Aston when you saw Ford parts in it. <laughs> yeah you know and uh, and then like oh four Gallardo's had you know Audi, Audi components stuff. and yeah. uh, I was surprised when when we got a nine eighteen in not too long ago and we were taking carbon off and you know made in China. But they make really nice carbon in China, I guess.
1: I'm sure someone does. Yeah. Well,
0: the guy, the place, put Porsche sources from probably makes nice
1: carbon. Yeah. But it's always been surprising to me is when exotic cars have plastic parts that you use a lot, like a basic button, like an air, an air conditioning button or something, mm-hmm. will be thin plastic, like especially Ferraris. Ferraris yeah. for a while, you know, like the 430 and stuff, like the things you would touch felt super light, yeah. but not in like a, yes, this is a race car. Of course it's light. It's like, that's no, just yeah. thin. Yeah. And that was just kind of a, a weird awakening for me. Like I thought it would be made of like pewter silver and everything was going to be, you know, I don't know, aluminum. Like a Pagani. And, it's all billet. That. And yeah. Right. Like, it's got weight to it. Right.
0: The, the Ferraris for a period were a little on the flimsy side.
3: Durable, oh, the, the, the buttons are all greasy and the, gummy. That was the,
0: can you fix that? Do you know how to fix that? I haven't.
3: you know. I, I don't know how they how how you recreate the graphics on a button like so that. So
0: for those who've never yeah. been around a ten to twelve year old Ferrari, the yeah. buttons get very like sticky.
3: Yeah, and it's like they the finish the... drips off of it, <laughs> it's and it you really can really strange. Fingerprints. Yeah, it's like gum. Yeah, that's there's uh, a company Goob, Goobie Gone or Gone. That redoes all the stuff. You send them in your parts.
0: Oh really? Yeah. And they send you back like the course. Yeah,
3: you send in your parts and then a month later, you know, you get your springs and your parts back. Any that's Ferrari
0: still. for sale ad from ninety two or so yeah. through twenty ten. Through the four thirty. Through the four five eight and the four thirty right. will
3: say sticky buttons or not sticky, sticky buttons. Sticky no more.
0: Yes, yeah, sticky no more. Sticky
3: no more <laughs> com. Like those are the guys crushing it, you is know? it. Yeah, they they're getting parts in from all over the world. Is that
0: is that uh Tim, does that look like it? It would have been Street hilarious. If there you, they was, are. Yeah, these guys. <laughs> there guys there it is. It. What's the? And they even <laughs> got their their what image as a race
3: car. <laughs> but to recreate all that factory imagery is God, uh, man, I don't man. know how they do it and they, i got to tell really you when job. you get
0: in a, a 355 or something where the butt where the everything is sticky like that it's, it's not pleasant
1: yeah cuz you're like what is this what yeah. <laughs> remember the the all cars 2 the the car? accent like the, the shifter was covered in brown stickiness <laughs> i wore a glove <laughs> while i drove it. I was like what this is people, but I don't know what part of people this is. It's <laughs> What kind of car was it? It was a Hyundai Accent. We, got, yeah, we, we bought for $500, but, some ship boxes. but you wore a glove. Just one glove or two? We just one for the shifter. <laughs> but the, I, the steering wheel was cleaner than the, the shifter. It was pretty gross. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the steering wheel on my million-mile Lexus is pretty gross, too. I put it like a fucking Hello Kitty. How
3: close to a million is it?
0: 968K. It's I cur- was telling someone
3: about it the other day. They couldn't believe it.
0: It's fucking awesome and I've I've gotten a lot of marketing value out of it. It Aaron Gold from uh, <laughs> who's on our show a lot has it right now and so something was a little eh, in the front end of the, the uh, steering bushings I, I wow. think there's some kind of bushings in the steering were basically non existent anymore. <laughs> and uh need those that up. combined with a service and a tire rotation was $1100. <sighs> uh yeah and it's like mm-hmm. Here, the problem with this thing is I've committed to this game that I've created. (laughs) You put 103,000 miles on an old Lexus at pretty much any cost. Uh Now... Financially this is extremely stupid. Mm-hmm. I've pro- I've probably spent $10,000 cash on this.
1: You're like the guy that builds the Noah's Ark replica outside <laughs> yeah. in, his, in his front lawn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like it's 6 years in he's like shit.
0: Now in the beginning I got the first year <laughs> a lot of marketing value a lot of people driving the car and talking about right. it. Now it's sort of in the background just quietly costing me money (laughs) (laughs) for the big reveal but you got put 30,000 miles is long man and
3: I don't know what Uh, do you think you might reach that threshold fuck
0: I don't know I it's taken let's see December 2014 so we're now at three years right Mm -hmm. and we've done uh, let's see. We're at 960. So we've done 70, 72,000 miles in three years. Okay. At that it's rate, it will take
1: another
3: year and a half a and to a half. do another yeah. thirty.
1: I think that's right. Unless yeah. someone took it on some crazy rally, you know, cross country multiple times thing, which Maybe is hard to win. Time it with some cool event for like. I mean, it.
0: dude, thirty thousand miles is so fucking many. Like right now, it's just it's not even eventful. Like cause it's <laughs> yeah, it's maintenance, the bushings, but it's not like the motor blue. It's not. Right. Something worth talking about. It's just maintenance. It's expensive ass. Give it and to the a Corey. things courier. Have been replaced seven, eight times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's on its ninth set of shocks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we put snow tires on it, I if could drive it up to like Rifno, Montana and go see go,
0: TJ or something. Five, I'll, God, I'll get free snow tires if you want to drive to put 2,000 miles on it. I'll do that. That'd be fun. Great. That'd be more fun. Sold. Yes. <laughs> free transit. It's cool, though. Have you seen the new Ford GT? Been in it, driven it? I've been up and around it and sat in it. I didn't drive it. I, we didn't have time.
1: I bought a red one. Yeah. <laughs> you have one in the
0: shop?
3: We had one a few weeks ago. What would you do with it? Uh, full clear bra.
0: Oh, yeah. You, that's that's not the other thing you do a lot of is wrapping and clear bra.
3: Yeah, not as much. You know, the wrapping. Yeah.
0: And I, I, <laughs> clear you. bra is great. You know? I'm with you. But clear that,
3: Isn't that how I met you? I think
0: Zuckerman or one of them guys said, you got to talk to Anthony. He can do the whole <laughs> side of a GT3
3: in one piece. Yeah, someone said that about you, Vic. Vic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic, we did his GT three. We don't wrap as many cars complete. A lot of chrome delete. Everybody loves a chrome delete, especially mm-hmm. on Teslas. But um, we did a full clear bra on the on the Ford GT, which was fun. But that got me thinking about like, God, this feels like my F one fifty in a little bit. Some of the controls, yeah. Some of the
1: controls, components. Yeah. It's a very bare bones car. I mean, yeah. it's clearly we. Everyone knows. Did like you buy it, a red one? Uh, no. Oh, okay he's, no. No, he's fucking Sally. Like <laughs> he's very confident though. He's, that's a, true. Good, yeah. <laughs> he's a good liar. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. you, Careful you, with this one. You don't know me that I forgot. It was like, no no, I have a used M three and uh, a, a free hat. Um you know, it was a race car first, really, and a production car second and then you know so anything inside that's light and feeling or carried yeah. over it's like well you know we wanted to be light and race car and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. but it's an amazing it's got a crazy presence machine. yeah it does it's got a crazy it's it, it looks, looks good. amazing yeah, Oh, it, it really so does good.
0: i do think the ubiquitous use of digital screens for of lcd screens yeah. for gauge clusters and stuff has taken a lot of the character out of some of my favorite cars like mm-hmm. you fuck with a db11 like yeah. a db11 on top of just not being one of my favorite cars in general, the LCD screen, like Aston Martin gauges, have always, at least in the last twenty years, been mm. special. They're sort of yeah. jewelry like. They're backwards. They're backwards, <laughs> and to just switch that with an LCD screen is like
1: sad. And and, like, and the the bezel, the plastic bezel that is in the center of the LCD screen doesn't look particularly interesting. Bezel, bezel or bezel? Be- I'm pretty I sure it's bezel. I'm saying bezel. Bezel? bezel? I, I mean, think there's a, is there's correct, only one sir. e, but I'm still I'm <laughs> sticking with my. Phonetically, how do I? <laughs> I can't control? Firm nor deny it's what I said. Like I, have said no rec- diesel, right? I have no recollection. I have no recollection of that. <laughs> I did. I, that's what I say. Um, it's it just looks cheap, and you're staring at, it, and then the screen pops up behind it, but it's like this plastic, you know, thermos cap. I don't know.
0: Some people are doing it kind of well. The new Benz is the S class, the Panamera with the the wraparound thing. Yeah, the uh, the ba- S class is yeah. fire. That S class really yeah. extends that screen. Everything but.
3: about the new interior on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Best seats ever. S sixty five. Yeah, I wrote.
0: Uh, I wrote like twenty five hundred words for the drive about the seats in the S sixty three convertible <laughs> I had. That was it. I didn't talk about the rest of the car really at all. Yeah, it was awesome. Car. But the seats were where I was at.
1: I watched someone drive a C-Class off of a curb on my way here, <laughs> and it was like, oh, they're going to be visiting you to fix those tailpipes, because they drove the front off out of a gas station, and then you knew they, they paused, and like, what what do we do? What do you do? And so they, they committed going? and went forward, <laughs> and then the the curb was tall enough that the back, like, I just watched the rear valence, like, hit awesome. the curb, and then they just drove away. And that, they didn't even look apologetic. They are just like, where are we going? Yeah. And then you see all the other marks of other cars passed.
0: Right. 349 a month. Yeah. No money down. We leave a sign there C-Class. with our number on it. <laughs> You should drive around and look for yeah where where marks you know go into telephone poles and objects. Yeah. And you
3: stuff. know what it is? The 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 big thing is are the medians where you pull a ticket to go
1: into like the mall. Oh, oh yeah, parking structures. Yeah. I curb two wheels at once uh yeah. back in college doing that. Yeah. <laughs> People don't so know
0: the size of their fucking vehicles. Teslas. <laughs> Teslas so Tesla's.
3: you work with Teslas a lot. They're a couple doors down from us, right? Yeah. And
0: you're, so you're not their body shop, though.
3: No, we're yeah. not. We're not a Tesla "quote unquote" certified shop, but we we do a lot of work with them. The wheels
0: and whatever. And yeah, we like
3: do that. a lot of chrome deletes, wheel color conversions, caliper painting, um, tinting.
0: Their body shop, which I it, I, I know I yeah. know where it is down the street. A lot of front end damage in those cars.
3: Yeah, a lot of damage. Period. People
0: fuck those cars yeah. up. <laughs> There's like, a learning curve, and people are like,
3: "I've never done this before with any other car I've ever had." And then
4: I don't know if that's Tesla's true. A- what they really, like to say, "I've right. never
3: curbed a wheel," but all four on my Tesla are, are jacked. Yeah, I think they're lying. <laughs> and I tell them, "I know what happens to all the Tesla owners. It's not just you, you know."
4: What?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's okay.
0: Those cars get fucked up, yeah. and I mean, it,
3: do you we, think it's because it's electric and people aren't used to it, and the how fast they are and.
0: I think that, and they're just. I think people are
3: distracted by the screen. They're screens. oddly misshapen. I think people are distracted. They're yeah, just, it's weird. I'm surfing easy. the web. You so know, I'm like that's, that's so slow. nuts. Texting me. seemed like so yesterday, like, but that's illegal. You've
1: got a right? huge. I'm, I'm online. Tablet but I, to play with. I bet there's been an uptick in rear-end collisions. Period, because texting, distracted driving has just be like accelerated in popularity. Is a terrible word to use for it, but I guess how often it happens, frequency. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking at like oh what's wrong with tesla i think it's like people in general are probably just hitting more shit
0: <laughs> i don't think there's a they it's didn't... a problem necessarily with the car i think yeah. people can't c- process everything that that car throws at them in a way that will keep them from driving into stuff
3: yeah they just <laughs> revealed something last night didn't they fuck
0: did you see that shit I my didn't... twitter blew up at like it's like 9 p.m. Was so it here, first, in Hawthorne? Yeah. So first, it was the semi truck.
3: Yeah. Right. Very cool. Which looks cool. Right.
0: So it's five. as uh, 500 mile range, zero to sixty in five seconds. For that without, without with
3: trailer. It, with, oh, with no no load,
1: like no eighty thousand pound. I'm not. No, sure. no, sorry. The range the range with an eighty thousand pound load is five is correct. The zero to sixty said without trailer was just correct. the cab. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is mobbing
0: in a <laughs> <laughs> which, You know, like normally. But right, then they showed a <laughs> rendering of <laughs> yeah. the interior, and it was. It seemed like it was for one. It seemed like it didn't have two seats. One in like a had, dog or something? Just one in the middle. Just one seat with a screen There's a lot of
1: disgruntled yeah. truck drivers. <laughs> I mean, aren't most... Well, that's also going like to... We're not going to have... A, it's going to keep a lot of wanderers alive uh, by not having a second seat it's a to offer. proof truck. Thank you. There it is. Yeah, that's the better way to say it.
0: There's a separate, like, locked cabin in the back for the <laughs>
4: hitchhiker. For visitors? Like,
0: separate them. No, that seemed weird. But then they then they pulled out this roadster yeah. concept which is apparently 200 fastest car in the world right they said quickest quickest yeah quickest cuz fastest 9? is top end right yeah so yeah now they think it's okay like Imagine the body shop. <laughs> twenty twenty when all these Crushed people cans. all these people basically have like pro comp level dragsters <laughs> that they're gonna drive oh, to shit. work. That's they're going true. to Whole Foods with?
4: With
1: tablets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with a tablet there. The problem with what they did is they announced, Oh, we're the quickest car we're the quickest production car. It'll be done in three years. And in three years' time, the way cars are getting faster and faster and faster every month, like mm. Porsche Turbo S's by then will probably be doing zero. Just six curious, how many
0: model threes have they delivered? Mm. Oh have you seen have you seen a single model I, I, 3 I yet I to see one on the road Someone, Someone told me they saw one yesterday but like I don't it's not like they're like flooding the world no. with model 3s like They
1: they're producing like 5% of what their goal I mean, was if anything, crazy low
0: Doesn't the timing of this event seem to be a distraction <laughs> from the early sales of the distractions Model 3. of the public do not work. Matt. Just say, doesn't that seem to be coincidental? Like it's what, not what sales
2: s- though; it's refinement, right? I mean, they they gave the cars to people that work from for Tesla to test it out. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know if
0: they're actually. I mean, it's not about I selling them. I think they're building them as fast as they can build them, which right. is just yeah, not. And they fast. sold
2: yeah. quarter million in 24 hours or something. Well, they had <laughs> deposits. Yeah, 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 yeah
0: Deposit
1: reservations.
2: But, yeah. yeah.
0: What's the Seinfeld? It's not taking the reservation it's holding the reservation <laughs> but um i mean it looks fucking cool i'm not yeah. gonna shit but it's a, it's constant people people freak out about shit that it's like they can walk that shit back in six months all quietly and no one okay you know what i mean it's like they're, big splash they're making a lot of cars they're selling a lot
3: in la dude go you ever you been outside la much recently uh you know, I last time I drove up north, all yeah. I saw were semis bringing Tesla south. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, and then I'm picturing now Tesla semis pulling Teslas down south. Yeah, it will be like a big mm-hmm. a big centipede of fuckery. No,
0: no, <laughs> but like we you know, we I spent half the summer in Virginia. Uh-huh. You don't to, see me. No Teslas. Yeah, oh, it's not right a lot. Of, we're in We're concentrated. That's why like my uh, anecdotal Tesla body shop story should be taken with a grain of salt. Probably. Well, also
1: like which which part of Virginia? I think you know if you're in a I city metro area, you're going to see more of them. Just there are there still. are
0: there's definitely more. But if you go outside L.A. or San Francisco or New York, yeah. there's meaningfully less totally. of them. Even yeah. in big metro areas. I didn't see a ton in Dallas, and Dallas is
3: pretty metropolitan. I was in New York so. last week, and There was a bit. There's a bunch in New York. There's yeah. a bunch. Yeah, the F250. Yeah, is the where Tesla. my parents live. There's a bunch as yeah. well. Yeah, and Sorry. Greenwich is like
1: the what? The F250 is the Tesla of Dallas. Yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> we get an EcoBoost. So like, it's basically electric. I right? was actually really funny. We're, in,
0: <laughs> we're in Malibu last week, and uh, and uh, John, this dude who uh, produces with Spike, rolls up in a Dodge Ram 2500, like yeah. lifted on, which anywhere else in in the country really it's a big truck but it's not like out of the question that you go to strip mall in ohio to see a 2500 in malibu in front of bills you can see a 2500 from all the way across oh, yeah. the parking lot it's like it stands out like so
1: ridiculous towering over everything else uh,
0: what else do we um we had some facebook questions for we anthony did. about actual like bodywork type stuff right do you help? Do customers ask you to get involved with their de- with their creative decisions, or do you really just kind of execute what rich guy wants?
3: No, we help a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's there's usually a, either someone's got a concept that they they know they want, or it's like, hey, we just got this car. What can we do to it? Yeah, and uh, and so it just depends on what what the budget is and what the goal is. Are you ever find?
0: Do you ever change the shape of things, or is it mostly just color
3: and finish? Color and finish. Mostly yeah. color. and we're, finish. We're though. not. Bolting and welding fender flares on or anything like that. Oh, you're sure there's good money in that, bro? I have a <laughs> oh, question, Anthony. Leave that to the pros.
2: I have a question for yeah. you. I just got my truck painted, and I heard that you have to wait 60 days to let the gases evaporate before you apply some kind of finishing coat or clear coat. So mm-hmm. in these first 60 days, should I be
3: washing it, waxing it, not waxing it, doing nothing? What should I do? You should be caring for it just like you normally would. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, clear coats... There's a curing process. It takes time. I think 30 days is good, uh, depending upon the products that we use. But, yeah, wash it, wax don't it. Don't
0: they really just tell you not to put a machine on it?
3: Um, like, don't
0: put a wheel on it when it's in the first well, couple it's, months? It's
3: probably going to be color-sanded and polished, theoretically, when it comes out of the yeah. shop. So it's, it's getting a wheel, but... Um, I would wait till you put like a if you ceramic coat it or if you're gonna put clear bra, I would definitely let it finish out gassing and doing its thing.
2: Right. But as far as just regular I mean it's an eleven year old truck. I'm not gonna
3: you, you paint the whole truck? Yeah. Oh right on. Yeah.
0: It's cool. You see it outside the desert tan forerunner? That Quick, thing was black quicksand, two weeks ago. I, I quicksand. It, no. It's cool. It's I'll
3: like pull, that uh, I'll pull
2: up a photo.
0: Saharan you
2: color said
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a cool forerunner. Pull it up. You want to plug your own Instagram, Timmy? I got a now build. A I got
2: a build thread on Instagram. Do anyway. you really? N215xo.
0: Oh, really? Oh, you made really? a whole Instagram Damn. just for your truck? Yeah. Oh, follow Tim's truck on Instagram. Make pull it up on the proper screen. Yeah.
3: What color was it before? It was black. It looks good with the Did wheels. Do the door jams yeah. jams and everything? Nice looking. I didn't.
2: I didn't do the door jams. It was actually a.
3: It's a point of contention. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a
2: point of contention. Tim so. got
3: keyed in a road rage incident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: So we're not going to talk about any specifics. So we're going to talk no, about the I new I after, and it wasn't pretty. Was it,
3: it was ugly? <laughs> yeah.
2: I had a fuck you written down the side, <laughs> of, my, down Just the side <laughs> of my truck. Wow. So that was fun to to drive around for a while. But, uh, you it's should have done rental. the
0: cardboard like Damone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Act like wherever you are, that's the, the place, place to, to be. be. <laughs> but, uh, okay, uh, two tickets for Earth, Wind, and Fire. I, loved, right. I think you tr- <laughs> 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 Little brother, cool. No, I'll, I'll let you know when they come in. <laughs> I'm the cool guy that
2: stands by the arcade. Yeah. So that's actually a second. Sorry, Maca. Your ahead. truck
0: looks better now.
2: Yeah, I, I wanted to give you the airtime to say that my truck looked good. Thank you very it much. It did look good. Yeah, I appreciate it. It looks great. Um... Yeah. S- second question, Anthony, is the door jams were not painted, and they did not do very clean lines as I had asked them to do. Mm. Is that just a function of taping it down and and using some rubbing compound or wet sand, or how can I clean those up?
1: Give a picture of it to be specific. Like I one don't. of these door jams has like a real clean tape line, but yep. right in the middle of it on a curve, there's what you know looks like overspray over bl- bled uh-huh. over. So. You know, if he, if he ran tape along, following the same line as the two good points, yeah. and then like, you know, buffed off or cleaned off that overspray,
3: cleaned like, it up. Yeah, it can be done. You know, just take your time and and bring it to us. Let us do it. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: what if, if you, you can't afford? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's
2: the, what's that? Uh, I just said. What if you can't afford? Oh, and it's silly, it's, but yeah, dude, it's it's easy cool i think oh, yeah.
0: you came out ahead though that truck looks dope now especially yeah. with the wheels the wheels are great buddy yeah, really yeah i loves. love
2: i love the black wheels too we
0: gotta go off-roading we went wheeling in that in that truck in big bear a couple of years ago and Actually, was, i have that nice. video super here. fun
2: matt matt is what's on the plate the video uh the current plate's 179 which is just the lowest number i could get but um huh? the new plate n215 oh, xo is in big bear N215 XO is super nerdy and and in Toyota talk means forerunner and 215 means fourth generation four wheel drive right on so,
3: a lot easier to care for now that it's that, that. Yeah, day. this was me and Matt. Yeah,
2: it like a flip Yeah, I think it is a flip pants. to
3: turn the front end on that thing. not so good. Wow.
2: Matt's about to come in over here. You definitely
0: bit off
4: more
0: than
1: we fun. Nice and slow.
2: I didn't see it, but I think I got it on tape. There he is.
1: You are You're doing it. Uh, really mm-hmm. drop off driver
0: front you're good real long day <laughs> you yeah. guys want to share
1: this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting when a log moves as you go over it that was the ending of that was an interesting moment yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. off roadings fun though we gotta do a yeah. little more off-roading
0: are you an off-road are, are you an off-road guy Anthony nah
1: never
4: nah <laughs> <laughs> what, what went wrong <laughs> you say that, that like one something story. Yeah, yeah you
3: no, I just I always stuck the pavement. It keeps it. Tarmac. I love dirt bikes. Dirt. I'll I'll that's put two best. wheels on dirt anytime. Yeah, that's my form of. Off-roading. I haven't tried
1: that. Have you tried a dirt bike before? It's the one of the funnest things I've ever done. I don't. I've I done don't done for it twice. some
0: reason, something so about you know, the, letting the bike you gotta let the bike move around underneath you. right? There's a that's lot of like trust. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get when the bikes start doing that shit. I get a little. Uh, oh,
3: when you're in the sand and yeah. and you're doing 50 and yeah, the bike starts it's moving a, on its own. Fuck. It's a yeah. very unnatural feeling.
0: Although a couple times I've had to do, like, straight hockey stops on my scooter. Like, I've had to do, like, a straight full hockey stop to Get avoid on. getting, like, T-boned, you know, on, like, La Cienega or oh, something. Yikes. And I would have thought
3: scooter on La that Cienega? if I
0: projected, in like, how that was going to go, that I would just sail down the fucking street. There's no way I would stay on the bike and do a hockey stop. Yeah. But I've had to do it twice and actually stay on the fucking bike couldn't believe it. But the, the moving around thing, like, you've got to be, be kind of
3: comfortable eating shit a few times, right? Yeah, it's a lot softer on dirt. <laughs>
1: Some of it. Uh, I fell down a dirt hill once, and there's a lot of hard shit there, too. <laughs> Those rocks. Yeah, there's a lot of rocks. There. Good, I mean, you know, dirt biking is one of the funnest things ever, but, yeah. you know. I don't know how to do it. I just think I do. Right. Like I jumped a double, and I, I don't know how to do. it. I was like, "Oh, I'll just go fast enough and clear it, hopefully." Well, you That's know what's right going now. on right now is the Baja One Thousand. Yeah, uh, Jesse
3: Combs is
0: iron manning it. Yeah, Iron Woman. Oh, iron womaning it. Iron also, womaning. I I thought about womaning it. Didn't ironing it. It didn't sound. It didn't right. sound good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I still want to use iron manning as the verb, even though it is Jesse Combs doing it. Yeah,
3: one then, driver for the one thousand. Awesome. Fuck me. That event is something. Got to do that in Mexico. Fuck. The, the, Will Turner's down there too, which really, means, yeah, which means,
0: hold on to your wallets.
3: <laughs> is uh, it, have
0: there been updates so far? It's literally going on. I think it's like, right now. Start oh, right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they were the at mile six
3: hundred or something as of this morning when I woke up. So did they did they start yesterday and then? Yes, and, I okay. believe so.
1: And um, I think what? isn't Jason Torchinski doing it with wide open Baja? I think he's so, doing yeah. like the last leg of like a seven-person team.
0: I did wide open the wide open Baja with my dad in 2002, mm-hmm. and that's how I ended up in the hospital the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spine compressions from just the constant. 30 hours of impacts. It was fucked. Yeah, what, it was crazy. What were you in? You were in a bug? Uh, BCS one, yeah, wide open Baja. Pull it up so people can see it's a uh, just like just type in like wide open Baja buggy yeah, and that's sure. it was a uh, now they use Subaru motors. I think they mm-hmm. use the two point fives, yeah, or possibly NA two liters. Yeah, they're NAs. There they are. Yeah, that's it. At the time um, whoa Jesus, holy zoom out. <laughs> at the uh at the time uh, they were using um it, it was basically a reproduction it porsche 356 motor Hmm. so it's like volkswagen based but with like hotter cams and stuff like that i've heard the subaru motors are much better but um they were fun as shit i mean i think it was 20 inches of travel Mm -hmm. and you know you could you can go real fast and you can sail them through the air and
1: how long was your driving stint
0: i did almost all of it my dad was not was not hugely into the driving portion of I it mean, so
1: you <laughs> turn left so you too had your own car for the yeah, whole thing yeah jeez yeah
0: like i said bit off a little more than we could chew ended up in the hospital for yeah <laughs>
1: <I>
4: understand
0: <laughs> that it seemed reasonable at the time i, I honestly it did well it was, i fearfully I, I, you know
1: i thought of uh, a portion on like a sun buggy tour mm-hmm. which is like oh come drive in the desert and these are like custom tube frame but that's because no one would build them a tube frame i think cheap enough and sturdy enough for what they do so it's all heavy steel but the seat i was on had no padding and i have a bulging disc like yeah. you did and as soon as we started bouncing and i realized the shocks were just for show i was like <laughs> i might have a problem because yeah, i'm gonna yeah. be doing this for 40 minutes while filming out of a camera and it's just bending your spine the entire yeah. time it's,
0: like, it, off-roading is very tough on your body yeah. respect to the people who do it
1: Unless you're in a million-dollar trophy truck, oh,
3: then it's glorious.
0: But it's awesome. It's still that probably brutal but better. Yeah, br- better, better brutal.
1: Like the Class 11 buggy. That's you know, it's like a stop VW stock yeah. VW. Yeah. That's insane. That's just tr- stock VW. It's torture. Please, it's that, like a pogo. <laughs> that's like riding a pogo stick outside your house for 24 hours. You just throw sand in your face. <laughs> that's, that's, there's no suspension really. So vicious.
0: Those Torchinsky you'll have a good. I mean, look, if you're yeah. if you're one of a big team and you get to drive for a few hours, you know, you do a four hour whatever, you'll be. It's the best time ever. I mean, it's the best time ever. But and
3: the party at the end. The Party at the end is awesome. And, and the sonatas fun. In.
0: It's all craziness, yeah. but like, it beats you up. Yeah. That's all.
1: But it's fun. It's fun. Should so,
0: we? Uh, what do we have for uh, for Anthony regarding uh, actual like? issues with vehicles
1: um what's the best way to buff scratches out of plastic taillights uh plastic taillights
3: color sand polish presumably the same as headlights right yeah yeah. Don't they have the
0: kits like the headlight the restoration kits, the headlight lens kits? Like the guy who kits?
3: approaches you at the gas station when
1: you're trying to pump gas. <laughs> no, they sell sells you two cans. They, they sell headlight they do, restoration
0: yeah. kits, right? Yeah. And those work on taillights too. I
1: think it just comes with some polish and probably yeah. a cloth. Yeah. Like the same thing. It's just packaged. You ever do the toothpaste thing? Does the toothpaste thing work? I've heard of it. I've never tried it. I don't know. Some you know, we'll need. take
3: some we'll take some wet sandpaper up to like three thousand grit and then uh with a rotary and wool pad, cut it with compound and then polish it. that always does a trick. Do you clear coat it?
4: Um,
3: clear coating tail lights. There's like a UV yeah. Is that a thing people do? You put on, yeah. right?
2: mine, mine, are smoked by with paint.
3: If you're just trying to pull huh. a scratch out, I, I don't think you would want to clear coat that. But when you're smoking the tail lights, definitely, you know, you're gonna put your base coat down and then and then a clear over that. Color sand polish the clear.
2: Right. So that'll that'll help the help maintain the clarity for longer. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Because otherwise, the sun. Like I watched a video that Larry just did. You know, clearing up front headlights, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty long process. But at the end, he's like, "You got to put this UV protectant on at the end, yeah, right. otherwise it'll." In f- a year, you'll be right back to right. where you started. Yeah, yeah. So clears that sub
0: applied from the factory
1: and just wears off over time, and then that's yeah. how you end up with the
3: yellow headlights. They're like yellow and foggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
1: Lexus
0: yeah, has that shit.
1: To oh, totally. To fucked.
0: <laughs> Lexus headlights are so bad.
3: Do you just let it patina?
0: <laughs> I just
3: I can't <laughs> be bothered patina headlights. That's a great way a to fuck spin spin it. It. honestly.
0: I can't. I haven't driven it in about. Twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's how you measure it. Is dollars. <laughs> that's the last time I, I think I drove
3: that.
2: car. And what about the Focus RS?
0: Focus RS, I haven't driven in uh, two and a half car payments. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible way to measure
1: things. So I know. Sad. I know.
0: And people wonder why I'm getting like depressed about things, and that's why. <laughs> it's just uh, there's all these there's all these things. They all they all cost money, and it's. Almost none of them are worth it. <laughs> I haven't had sex in three dinners in a
1: movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: terrible way to think about life. But but sometimes when you when you make your second car payment since you've driven the car, that's fucking frustrating.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's I feel bad for people that get hit in a car that they're we leasing. We hear about that with oh, Teslas. You're making th- a payment while the car's in the
3: shop.
0: That's the like biggest complaint thing. that I hear about with Teslas is that, is that all their parts go into their new cars. They don't yeah. really have a good parts supply chain for the cars that need fixings. It's tough. And customers have to wait months and months for their shit yeah. to get fixed. There's a huge bottleneck.
3: You know? Yeah. And they're putting out all these cars, all these cars, and so more are getting in accidents and you need parts. And it's. they, they manufacture their parts too, I believe, right? I think most of their parts most of the, I mean, They the obviously make their have own su- parts. They're, well they
0: have suppliers like everything else, but I think the, that Tesla body, body shop has
3: yeah. Body panels are they, do they make, make them. their own, you know. Yeah. So people wait on bumpers and headlights and shit for months. Yeah, so I I think what you you know, you'll have the, the certified shop, they'll buy fifty bumpers or who knows what, but you know, try and buy as many as they can get their hands on so that they can Wow attend to it. Making cars is really hard. It's a lot harder than making, you know,
0: cell phones or you did software, like smart. Smart. absolutely. It's hard as shit, dude. Yeah. There's so many parts that go into a
3: car, and fixing them too. I mean, I yeah. and those and they're aluminum, and so there's huge complexity to that. Yeah, and you've got customers that spent 150 grand
0: and expect 150 grand level of service, mm-hmm. you know, and expect it to work like a car is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are that drink the Kool Aid. I'm not sure it matters. I forgot. Was it Alex Roy or someone just wrote an article about how basically, maybe I actually it was Bob Lutz's. Uh, uh, oh, the thing know, at the end. is like, this is the end piece. Right. Where he said basically that people just don't give a fuck that the Teslas aren't really made that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He uh, it's a column cooler. at the end of
1: Car and Driver, right? Every month. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and he Road always Road writes, Road. like, like advice or perspective on, you know, businesses or, you know, car businesses. Mm-hmm. It's cool because he's like... I'm retired. I'm honest as hell. <laughs> like, but Tesla is always I a got a cigar and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he looks exactly like his face just says that. Like, what, what do you man? want? Uh, yeah, but he's like Tesla's overvalued and people are ignoring this and this and everyone you know everyone wants it to work and they love the idea, but there's
4: a. Well, lot there of are products. a
0: couple of things. The over-the-air updates, you know, the self-updating yeah. over Wi-Fi. I mean, that that kind of shit. Um, if someone's only ever been around in the age of that than seeing it any other way or having yeah. a car. What do you mean I have to go to the dealer for a software update? That's right. ridiculous. My like, car does it while I sleep. My car yeah. does it in the middle of the night, like yeah. my phone. Like Why aren't they all like that? Mm-hmm. There's a few things with Tesla that are a why aren't they all like that. Mm. But then it's like sometimes the trim doesn't really stay on so good. The doors yeah. align. The, the, do, oh, the,
3: how, many, how many Falcon doors have you realized? <laughs> do you, do you you know, know I, I don't, but we see a lot of them. They're all different. They're all different. Every wow. single one is different. And if you've noticed, like, the dash on a Model S, like, you can lift it up. Yeah. Whoa.
1: There's some flimsy shit wow. in those cars. I mean, with, like, to get a good gap. Like, well, I mean, it's like the Aston Martin thing, though. You know, there's problems with it, but no, if you really like Aston's, the way it looks. I
3: think even Aston's, the spider flaws, are, are made better than the Tesla's, yeah, I think. The that. leather can shrink. Did you have that on your problem? Or that problem on your Shrinking own? Shrinking leather? Yeah. I did not have that. Please problem, describe no. that. Well, it happens on the so dashboards
0: questions. of Ferrari three fifty five The leather shrinks away from Same the thing. edges. Yeah. Same oh, thing. Oh, just in the yeah. pulls away.
3: Yeah. Is that like DB seven? you leave it out in the sun too long or in, in hot environments, leather just starts to.
1: Is that a its leather hydration. problem, or is that when they glue it down, they're not using something that can hold it in place? Like other why do other cars not do that?
3: I, I think it's the leather. Okay. I think it's the cows. These are, the These are special. These are special. These are indoor cows. cows. Yeah, they're they're used to. Cows. Yeah, they're finished cows. They're not used yeah. to sun. Scottish. <laughs> <It's> Scottish. <Yeah. laughs> they're not from Bakersfield.
0: <laughs> Mine spends a lot of time inside, so it's not really. An issue. I think that's the problem. Yeah, yeah.
3: cars that get left out. Outdoors. Yeah, they're
0: the Dubai fleet.
2: <laughs> Do you think <laughs> Tesla will uh, get it figured out?
0: Eventually, yeah. But building cars is hard. I mean, and a, and a lot of their customers don't give a shit. I mean, I truly, they they don't care about the kind of things that we care about mm-hmm. I mean I don't never here's what I've never seen like the insides of a Tesla I've never taken off the, the bodywork or taken things off and looked inside in the inside does it look like a high quality item or eh, not so much
3: I don't get that impression
4: no <laughs> not, it's really. not an S-class
0: yeah but it's S-class pricing I've never driven one that's less than one hundred and forty grand. Right. I mean, I know they exist. I've only driven the fast ones. But, but
3: yeah, I mean, if you're getting a P one hundred D, you're spending one hundred fifty thousand.
0: Yeah, my neighbor got a Model X P one hundred D, and he showed Daddy me the window sticker. It was one hundred and seventy seven thousand dollars. Was like, whoa,
1: shit! I think it's an interesting, ec- interesting exercise in voting with your dollar. Though people are like, we. Oh, here's the thing. I like all the things that this says it provides. So I'm going to buy it. It costs a ton of money. Mm-hmm. It's got flaws well, to it, but that's like, clearly there are people that want that stuff. Have you, know, you met Lawrence, aspects. my neighbor that got Yeah, like, so like twice.
0: Lawrence is not a car guy. He mm. came out of a series of Lexuses, mm. right? And Lawrence almost literally believes his, his Tesla is a spaceship. <laughs> I mean, Is it white? No, it's gray. But he, But he, like, when he came home with it, he had this face of glee like he had actually purchased a fucking spaceship. And um, and I, I think he doesn't give a shit about if it's not like it's got so much gotcha cool shit in it. Mm-hmm. And to someone like him, if you're coming out of a four-year-old Lexus, imagine to the, the, snuts, the yeah. speed of a fucking P100D compared to a – it's like Jesus fucking Christ. I mean you have your own roller coaster practically at that point, <laughs> you know. That was sort of actually the other thing with with the Tesla Roadster. To circle it back to that, mm. you know, they said what six hundred and fifty mile range, and then zero to sixty at in one oh, nine. Wow. You, with a
3: Tesla, you can only have one of those things. You can go one nine maybe twice. Yeah, you know,
0: anywhere range anywhere that you're gonna go on a really fucking fast drive, you're gonna murder through that battery. I mean, I went through a half a half a battery in a Tesla in like twenty miles once. Yeah, in a, in a canyon, just so just running along a basic Malibu canyon run, I killed at least a half a battery in mm-hmm. Tesla doing it in twenty miles. I think
3: going from Palm Springs to L.A. with four passengers and luggage and air conditioning, you, you there's like anxiety range. I mean, I see How a bunch of like them on the, on
0: the drive between Palm Springs and the drive between San Francisco. Like I see a bunch of them. People are doing that. Yeah. Like the range is is there, and I think I th- even think some of them are outdoing Tesla's claims. But if with the Roadster, we're talking about a sports car now. Right. Now we're in sports car land, and you need to anticipate that that car is going to be driven in a spirited way mm-hmm. in places where you drive sports cars, which are kind of remote. And so yeah. you don't. no one drives a sports car like a sports car in the city, except Magnus. <laughs> but... Uh... I love it, but I can. I can. I can that's call a good that. point. I mean, I'm sure they're working. You know, they build
1: their own batteries. I'm sure they're working on it. in Three years from now, if that car is done, hopefully they'll have that addressed right. a little bit because totally, that's completely valid. I
0: mean, if you could drive, you know, look, 650 miles is fucking impressive. If you can go a hundred at Canyon pace, that would be something. Yeah,
1: because you'd probably have to refuel after a hundred Canyon miles in you know, a yeah. gas car too. Right. Yeah,
0: but if you if you can do a hundred at Canyon pace. That would be, you know, that would be the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be cool. Yeah. What else you got? Um, How difficult is it to repair a dent in an 80s Porsche sheet metal? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Someone borrowed their dad's car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's simple like paintless dent repair, you know, then that's probably not as difficult depending on location. I think uh, location. A lot of curves. And, yeah, but, you know, there's a couple guys out there, I mean, Paintless dent repair? Uh, there's artists, there's masters at that who can do stuff that you never think you could do.
1: I need them eventually. I have a, I have a dent about that big on my left side rear quarter that's been there since I bought the car, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll get to it. I don't really give a yeah. shit. But the guys they go through the side of the body, yeah, that's work cool. And then,
0: like they just like tap it,
1: like the they just Some twist massage. the thing and push it out. It's really the cool. Sweetest massage. Yeah.
3: You know, that's but cool. finding the guys who can do it without drilling, you know.
0: Yeah. Because you don't want that rubber plug in you the door jam. Rubber plug there. that looks like oh. other rubber plugs,
1: and it's like, why <laughs> is that rubber plug? I've I've seen. you what? I've seen? Drill on the
0: side of the door, and then they fill the hole they made with a little rubber plug.
1: Oh, they drill the side of the door, not like. Because yeah. I've seen the guys the that gym. drill the panel. Like this is someone who's like, I can fix this, and there's like <laughs> six holes in the car, and you can tell it was a huge dent, and they just needed it out, but it looks like shit. It looks and like, like shot it was shot with buckshot. Totally, absolutely. This is someone who had. You know, probably like hit a pole at forty, mm-hmm. and then needed to drive it to work or yeah. to more likely like a court date the next day, <laughs> and they just yang, 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 and they put a hook in it, and just like pulled it out. Yeah, it's really bad.
0: <laughs> probably supposed to finish over that afterwards. No, that's
1: good enough. <laughs> I could fix this. That man's got this righteous set of tools. <laughs> oh, I could fix this. Um, this is not a question for Anthony, but it's a question for you. What determined what car got a wing back when yours was made?
0: Oh, the 911 option. Option, just That's an option. It? Yeah, regular Carrera, regular mm. tail, whale tail. That was it. And then the turbo has the intercooler in the tail. That's why the turbo has like the chunkier wing and not mm. the thin Carrera wing. Okay. Yeah, there's two different whale tails: turbo tail and then nice. Carrera whale tail. Yeah. Mm. I'm keeping mine.
1: Yeah, they look really good. Yeah. And I think what Joey Sealy, he like trimmed his rubber down a little bit to make it even like slightly flatter. Oh, did he? I think he did. He trimmed the rubber. Or maybe he got new rubber rubber to replace it because it was like like
0: more aggressive rubber. It just looked really good. I think it was slightly, slightly flat. I like that the wing on the old Carreras has the rubber
3: lining
1: around it. Yeah, yeah.
0: That car, I did 1,000 miles the first week, and then it sat for about a week, and then I went to start it yesterday, and it didn't start. Oh. Had power. Electronics work. Engine. (laughs) No fire. Crank, no fire.
1: That's. Sucks,
0: But Tim says it's some, probably something very, very simple, and I'm going to flatbed it down there on Monday, and he said he will probably fix it in,
1: within a couple of hours. It's probably fuel, right?
0: It's either going to be a fuel pump or, more likely, there's some sort of a fuel pump relay that mm-hmm. tends to go bad. It's probably a big fucking
1: deal. And he's going there anyway, luckily, for engine it's going stuff. in January for Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, need to get
0: it fixed <clears> and running before fucking Radwood, son. Yeah. You know about Radwood? Tell me. December 2nd in uh, Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to pull up that invite so I don't say it, uh, the date wrong, it's December 2nd, it's in the morning, I think it's called the Phoenix Club, uh, it's a car show for 80s and 90s cars, and it is period costume, it is the whole deal, what you I'm bringing four cars, I've got <laughs> the Lexus, I've got my Mercedes, I've got the Mustang and this Porsche, that's right, yeah, so yeah, just pull up that flyer, that's cool. For the visuals at home. Take if you're watching this at home, take a screenshot now of the invite. Um that's gonna be fun as shit. I got my costume. I'm real excited. Me too. And my costume is hilarious. Uh-huh. And it's authentic. It's very authentic. Hannah got mad at me when I told her what I spent on the on, the, on it. I was like, We have to we'll sell it afterwards. We'll see. <laughs> but you should come, it'll be fun. I'll check it out. Um. All right. I think that's that's the gig, right? Do we have more? Uh, we don't have anything
1: else for Anthony. Um, perfect.
0: Social media. Uh, Instagram, exotic car inc. And no, uh,
3: it's not exotic car. It's exotic car. One, one word. One C. One C. And then uh, website exotic car la with one C. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, if you are in LA, my uh, he gets my personal endorsement. For yep. uh, for
0: fixing bodywork and uh, refinishing wheels and making things nice, you re he restuffed the seat cushion in the SL for that compressed to disc. make it to make it better for my back because it was a little like blown out. He like mm-hmm. redid
3: that and on the Benz,
0: right? On the my S- on the SL, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, fucking did it. every one of my cars, he's had his hands on at one point. Thank so. you. It's nice, and uh, definitely you. go see him if you're in LA on Pontius Avenue. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening. The Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. All you need is, uh, something to talk into and, uh, someone, uh, at the other
4: end to talk to, preferably. Or, or maybe not. Maybe, maybe not.